You watching me glow, you watching me go I'm all in my zone, I'm holding my own I'm feeling like Bane, I'm breaking your bones I am a blur, black and a nerd So this is my own, this is my zone And this is a show you already know like My grand blur, YouTube blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Cosplay blur All day blur Everything I do so blur Bet you wish you so blur Bet you wish you so blur Talking about what we heard Talking about what we seen All through the eyes of a blur Everything that we do urge Flying like a super person Plus I got super friends We be teaming up early Cosplay blur all day, blur. Stop breaking the fourth wall. We do this. Welcome, Blur Version. You're one doing some world of all things geek, movies, TV, or news. We talk about every week. It's your boy Jordan with now uh, all day, blurred. No, Michael, blurred. You're both fired. You're making a mockery of this house. <laughs> All right, guys. It's another week of Blur Vision. We've got a jam-packed week for you. We got the Infinity War trailer. We got, if you didn't see, we did a YouTube reaction video. Check it out. Blurred Vision on YouTube. Ah! Yeah. But we're going to do like a little bit of recap since... For, I assume not everybody has seen our reaction. If you have, then you're awesome fans. Yes. <laughs> but we're going to talk about the Infinity War trailer for a little bit. We're going to talk about Coco, which dropped yes. last week. We promised we'd watch it. For this week's podcast, yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, we had. Yeah, we did. One out of three ain't bad because we also promised Runaways and what was the other one? Gifted. Oh, neither no, one. I... But we got a DC TV crossover <laughs> event. <laughs> Woo! It's like a three-hour DC TV movie. It was exhausting. <laughs> exhausting of fun. Oh, fun exhausting. We're still We might fight a couple times this podcast. Yes. So for those that like get ready, get ready to rumble. Uh, and I think you got some anime to talk about this. Yes, this we are finally going to talk about One Punch Man. Sing it. One Punch! There we go. It's a Superman of anime. Hell yeah. Uh, so excited to talk about that. Love Ooh, that hey. show. Um, I'll ask later. Oh, okay. All right. Now we've got something suspense going on. All right. <laughs> and we're going to finish off with news of the week, as per usual. But before we get all to all those things, we have iTunes reviews. Let's talk about them. Uh, first up, we have Snooze Machine. Snooze Machine. Yes. Uh, his, yeah, you're the Snooze Machine. Yeah. <laughs> Constantly napping. Uh, five-star review, and it subject is, I caught back up finally. Ooh. So this has been like, this is the third installment of its Catching Back Up series of reviews he's left. <laughs> uh, woo! That was a lot of listening to do. Finally caught back up on Blur Vision after taking a break. It's like Crisis on Earth X. <laughs> Chronicles of Catching Up. <laughs> Uh, I had to break up episodes in two parts to digest all this great content. I scream at the podcast when they are missing information about comics, movies, or news, like I'm in the same room. We do too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We do, yeah. yeah, when we listen again, I'm like, why didn't I say that? Yeah. Or I missed something. Yeah. Why did I say that? Oh, yeah. Why did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> We're also our hardest critics. <laughs> Uh, definitely check out this podcast if you're a POC who likes comics and anime. Thanks, News Machine. Uh, he says, P.S. Shout out to Jemmy. It's, yeah. It's, well, it's, it's spelled wrong. I was like, Jemmy. Uh, <laughs> Jemmy. Uh, in parentheses, he says, I like, uh, I feel like I spelled it wrong still. And he does a face palm. So he tried. Oh, okay, you tried. You get a point. It's spelled J E M M E. The way you pronounce, I mean, the way you spell Jamie's name is J A Y M E. Yeah. J Me. Yes. J Me. Yeah. 
That's what you would remember. Like Jay Z, but Jay Me. Yes, exactly. Oh shit, that's awesome. Yeah. That should be your fucking Instagram tag. Dash between Jay and Me. Maybe should change. What is happening? Is that Infinity War? Yeah. It won't be contained. Like the like the name, like her name. Truly outrageous. Uh. But he says, shout out to Jamie for getting me to watch Food Wars. Hell fucking yes. <laughs> we got one. We got one. So good. How you like those foodgasms, snooze machine? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch the latest episode. Did you watch it yet? Alchemist? Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Alchemist? No, not the Alchemist. The one after no, that. no, Food Wars. I'm talking Wait, about Food Wars. Wait, you watched? The latest... Or did we watch? I watched the newest one. Did I watch it? I think so. Okay. Yeah, we watched it. Never mind. Yeah, it was good. Well, he because yeah, last episode I saw was Alchemist. Yeah, yeah. There's one more after that. There's I mean, no it more. wasn't as epic, I would say. No, but I think it's hilarious that the the, the amazing epic song that they use. Like, I found out the title is called <laughs> "The Secret Ingredient Is Victory." That's the title. <laughs> so that's like the epic song in place. Da, 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 da. That's all you remember. Yeah, that's the only part I remember. Bum, 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 it's a fun bum, song. Bum, it's just you know, bum, 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 it's hard to hum it. <laughs> Like my All right, moving on. Uh, next review comes from Batman Fly One Two Three Four, and the subject is: Hey, guess who's back? Back again. It's a five star review. Uh, Batman says, "What's up, blurds? I haven't listened in a while to do some personal stuff, but I'm back. Mm-hmm. Back again. Guess who's back? Okay. Tell a friend. <laughs> uh, second time reviewing, and I'm super glad to hear you guys use my suggestion for the winner getting to be a guest host. Yeah, yeah. Yes." I still love you guys and definitely keep up the great work. Sorry, Jordan and Jamie, but Michael News is still my favorite. <laughs> you betray me. <laughs> Whatever. I have my I have my group of people. I don't know about you, Jordan. Whoa, whoa, like, it's about to be civil war here. It's like, like you said my group of people. Like it's like your own section of the podcast. There's an Iron Man. Hey, hey. Oh fuck. Yeah, there's an Iron Man. Yeah, we're like we're like Thanos collecting the Infinity Gauntlet. <laughs> we each have a we each have a gem, <laughs> and it puts a smile on my face. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm like something the dumbest Avengers, something the Hulk in the situation. <laughs> uh, P.S. When will we get our next prediction by Mister Prediction Head? I don't know, Michael. When today? I've been doing a lot of predictions. No, not enough, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Do more. Uh, P.S.S. Last three Netflix Marvel shows have been my favorite. Please don't hate me. Were the last three Punisher? That's great. Defender. Yeah. Iron Fist. Oh no! You lost me. No, and the you second, lost, I'm sorry. Second half you of Luke Cage. Right mm. Mm. Even if you don't count um, Punisher, he still counts Defenders and Iron Iron Fist. I mean, at least. No. He's like one and a half. <laughs> I agree with one and a half of those things. I liked about half of the defenders. That's not even half. It's like one out of three. If you agree half of one third, that's one sixth. What? No, he, he said three things, and I agree with half, half of, of those three of those things. things. Yeah, and yes, exactly. So Punisher there are three of, okay. and half of defenders. Hello, Dumbest Avenger. <laughs> Isn't one half half of three? Wait, what? One what and a half is half no, of three. No, does he count Punisher, though? I, he, he said the last Punisher? three. Yeah, the last but three Netflix Marvel shows. Punisher's the latest one. But yeah, one and a half is half of three. Yeah, okay. I know math. The Hulk's smart. <laughs> Hulk no numbers. Uh, next review. We don't, don't worry, Batman. We don't hate you. <laughs> How can I hate Batman? He's so fly. <laughs> mm. uh, next review comes from George AK- Clooney Batman. Ooh. <laughs> I like Val Kilmer less. Ooh. Ooh. 
You like Val Kilmer? A, a better than George Clooney. Than George Clooney. At least he's charming. Val Kilmer is his giant puffy lips. Like it just looks weird in the bat suit. George Clooney was not okay. He looks charming, but nothing he did in the movie was charming. What did Val Kilmer do? It was so great. The movie was good. The movie actually was. Ew! What? <laughs> Relatively speaking, better than Robin. Good. Robin? Co- yes, I'm saying comparatively right, speaking. Just, uh... I'm talking about him and his lips, not the movie itself. <laughs> what? Oh. He looks so like a fish. <laughs> all right. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> AKA, <laughs> we're already debating. We haven't yes. got to the. <laughs> I'm not sure you come from AKA the Spider Man. It's a five star review, and he says it's nerd or nothing. It's like nerf or nothing. I like that. It's nerd or nothing. Hey, everyone. You read my review. That's awesome. Thanks so much. I was listening to the latest episode in school when I heard your reactions. The biggest smile came on my face. It may be something small, but usually it's the little things that count. Just ask Ant-Man. Ha-ha! This guy's funny. I like his puns. Uh, I love how in-depth you guys go into the geek things you love. I wish I could be there and discuss my point of view on some things. Again, thanks so much. Please keep doing what you guys are doing. P.S. Jordan, you're my favorite of the gang. No, did you Don't add tell it? the Hold others on. I said anything. Hold wait, on. wait. What? I, I need to see that. Oh, oh, it's true. I need to see yeah. some receipts. Yeah. Yeah. Is it you? What? No, stop yeah. me. <laughs> Who, did you pay? Who did you pay <laughs> off? <laughs> like, yo, Spider-Man, leave a review and tell me I'm the best. <laughs> What? Savitar planting seeds? What's going on? Mm. <laughs> no, Hulk has fans. Hulk is loved on Earth. <laughs> so we all got one. Still Jordan has don't, least, don't, so okay. don't be jealous. I'm not jealous. I have more than you. The revolution will not be televised, Jamie. <laughs> and we own now. <laughs> and we own now. <laughs> all right. Th- thanks, AKA Spider-Man. That was, that was awesome. I, I like the last part, especially. Because <laughs> oh, sh- <laughs> he's right. Anyway. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. Okay. Uh, next review coming from Stan Lee again. Stan Lee's hey. back. Hey. It's a five-star review, and the subject is original. I enjoy this podcast every episode and look forward to it constantly. Thank you for your anime recommendations after my last review. <laughs> Although I couldn't find any anime called Raven. Is that what you suggested last time? Yes, it is Raven. I love to try new things, although I don't have any exclusive memberships for anime such as Crunchyroll. Mm. Also, I appreciate the verification of the quality I felt in One Punch Man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, again, enjoy this episode a lot then. And I am hoping I can get my hands on Dark Knight Metal ASAP. Perfect vision. Aw, thanks, Stan Lee. You the man. (laughs) You the man, Stan. Uh, You're looking up with the... Oh, in English, okay. So in English, it's called Rave Master. It's not that rave as the rave that you know. Oh, Rave Master. It's called Rave Master. And I don't think it was on Crunchyroll. What is that about again? Because the the, the name makes me think of like a dude in a club, like a DJ. It's Rave Master. No? Uh, No, it's... um, Probably amazing anime. (laughs) It's very similar to Fairy Tale, but with no dragon. No so, like, dragons. they actually so have ability to, like, manipulate certain elements and certain things. I don't really exactly so know how it was, but it was really good. They're benders. It came out yeah. Of, yeah, they're basically benders. It's like um, Fulmer Alchemist and benders It came combined. out in 2001. So, and the way it looks like it, you can't watch it on any official channels. You might have to go to, you know, Pirate. Yar, har, fiddly dee. Being a pirate is totally free. Yes. <laughs> All right, so our next review comes from Flaza Dude. It is a five-star review, and Flaza says, Infinity War. Great podcast, as always, but I have a theory for the trailer. When Loki gives Thanos the Tesseract, you see some bodies on the floor. Yes! I'm thinking that he may have slaughtered the Asgardians. Yeah, I was thinking those are Asgardians. Yeah, we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about it, I have the same theory. 
or most of them, and beat up Thor, who runs into the Guardians, and Hulk lands on Earth in the Sanctum Sanctorum with Strange. And maybe Loki offers him the Tesseract so he may spare their lives, not knowing they'll be in trouble soon after. Or Loki is just on his Loki vibes. <laughs> but best parts personally were Captain and Black Panther with the war and give this man a shield line. Hype for 2018. Hell yeah, we're hype for 2018. Yep. And yeah, we're going to talk about this in a little bit when we get into our Infinity War trailer reaction slash review. But yeah, a lot of the stuff I agree with. I think he's right. Like on the, He's on the money about a lot of the stuff. Agreed. Uh, next review comes from Awesome Nick Zero Four. It's a five star review, and it's such his greatest podcast out there. Greatest? Yeah, he needs to listen to more podcasts. <laughs> hey, 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 take it, take it. Yeah, I'll take it. <sighs> this podcast is great to listen at any time of the day, like when you're getting ready for school or work. Personally, I sometimes listen when I have trouble sleeping. Oh wow, our How voices are so us? soothing. Yeah. He falls asleep to us. How is that possible? We're so loud. The dulcet tones of my voice, Jamie. No, not you, obviously. Probably me. What are you talking about? So, so basically, <laughs> we're so boring that we're, we're, we help him go to sleep. It's like NyQuil. Yeah. <laughs> Blur vision. The NyQuil alternative. Knocks you out. Yeah. Uh, the hosts are awesome people like Michael with his great news segment and Mr. Prediction Head. How did that become a thing? <laughs> Game of Thrones. <laughs> or like Jamie. Yep, I'm 99% sure I spelled that wrong. Sorry. No, he spelled it right. Oh, yay! Yeah. Jamie with her anime corner. And finally, Jordan, who I've gotten to talk to plenty of time on Instagram. I can say he's a great guy. And even though he's the dumbest Avenger, he's still my favorite. <laughs> hey, 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 don't laugh. He's still my favorite, okay? <laughs> I'll take that. <laughs> oh, you fool. Oh. Hulk stupid but loved. Oh, oh yes, sure, you're so loved. Oh, yes, you are. Just so angry all the time. <laughs> all right, last review. Come, uh, thanks, Xander, Nick. I've, I've talked, that, that's uh, Xander, our 14-year-old uh, oh, fan. Hi, oh, hi, okay. yeah. uh, Our final review comes Tell from... Tell Buffy I said hi. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dellen Eccles. It's a five-star review, and the subject is episode 59, Answer to Questions. So he's going to give us some answers. Mm. I love the podcast. To your questions of Fantastic Beasts. Oh, this is me. You talking about? Yeah. I say, what episode is this? <laughs> this is like two, three episodes ago. No, what episode is this right now? Oh, sixty something. Sixty, either sixty or sixty-one. Oh. I don't remember. Okay. I'm, a, I'm a great host. <laughs> yes, <you> are. <laughs> uh, to answer your questions of Fantastic Beasts, Newt Scamander is the author and te- of the textbook Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. I remember I did have. I was like, like, where, what was that compendium? Like, what was that original story even like? Um, which is a textbook used at Hogwarts in the Care for Magical Creatures class that Hermione, Harry, and Ron take and Hagrid taught. So it's more so yeah, a spinoff. Yeah, yeah. So it's more so a spinoff in a sense that they are using characters created in the Harry Potter universe. But I agree, using Grindelwald and Dumbledore is absolutely a prequel uh, move if the movie is centered around them too, which I'm guessing it will be. Keep up the good work. Going back to work now. Oh yeah, it's definitely going to be because the title is the the. Yeah. Damn it, I forgot. It's the crimes of, of Grindelwald. The crimes of Grindelwald. Yeah. It better be a prequel. I still want to watch Cursed Child first. We'll read it at least. The play. Yeah, I want. I want to watch it. Uh-huh. Yeah, I do. I want. I want to watch it. Isn't that that's an actual sequel to Harry Potter, right? Where it's like older. I tried to actually it's, see it in London, but like it was sold out to like a bajillion years. So I was like, <laughs> guess I'm not doing that. <laughs> I should go like release DVDs sooner or later. Yeah, I, I would like that. Yeah. But I heard it was coming to Broadway. I don't know. Really? I don't. That's gonna how, be impossible to watch. Yeah, I don't know how true that is though. Hmm. Is there way we can pirate it? <laughs> no, not theater. They don't really. Re- they don't but usually record the DVD though. Sometimes, a lot of times, if it gets popular enough, 
Hell, if Mamma Mia released a DVD, then they can do it. All right, Dylan, we need answers. Get us back up with another review, bro. <laughs> but, but thank you. And thank you, everybody, who's left the review. We're at 1.30 right now, so we only need 20 more Ooh. to our next giveaway slash co-hosting opportunity. We're on so, 1.30? We're at 1.30. That we need exactly like uh, the original goal. I'm, I thank you guys so much for mm-hmm. being listeners and, and fans because I, my original goal was 100 by the end of the year. Uh, we might make 150. It's possible. It's possible. Very doable, I say. If we get five reviews every week. Yes. Very possible. Yes. Hit us up, guys. We were almost Give there. Give us power. <laughs> oh shit! I gotta save up money then. Oh. <laughs> I'm on a tight budget. Okay. Christmas came early for the play- version. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get into some of our topics this week. Let's start off with that Infinity War trailer! There was an idea to bring together a group of remarkable people to see if we could become something more. So when they needed us, we could fight the battles that they never could. In time, you will know what it's like to lose. Feel so desperately that you're right, yet to fail all the same. Dread it. Run from it. Destiny still arrives. Evacuate the city. Engage all defenses and get this man a shield. Oh my god. So, so right off the bat, perfect vision, everybody? Perfect yes, vision. yes. Okay. And for those that don't watch know, your our, vision. Watch your vision. Watch your vision. For those that don't listen to our podcast, usually this is our, uh, our rating system right here. We here at Blurred Vision have a very simple rating system. It goes from poor vision to perfect vision. In the middle, there's passable, and then you have less than passable and more than passable. Yeah, but perfect vision, oh my god, it's everything I want it in a trailer. This trailer had acts, like a movie. It had a first <laughs> act, a second act, and a conclusion. Yes. Like it built, like the way it built up to the crescendo of that last scene of the of like the, the new Avengers with Captain America leading the charge and fucking Wakanda with Black Panther. He's, he's, all, he's all blocked out with Black Panther gauntlets on. <laughs> I remember he has claws at the end of his um gauntlets too. Like, 100% Wakanda style. Yeah. And for the record, you guys probably didn't notice, but if you look really close to Bucky's arm, his upgraded version is not fully silver. Like, he has, like, gold out, like, gold accents. There's, like, a gold so trim. gold trim I didn't notice that. Silver. She's, she's like, zoomed in. She's a super fangirl, so she's zoomed in super close to his arms. Like, You're welcome. Who's this gold trim? <laughs> you're welcome. What can I say except, except you're, you're welcome. welcome. Thank you, Jamie. Well, funny. But he's just hanging out with his black friends, so they're all blinged out. <laughs> I was going to say, it's like, funny enough, like, in terms of, like, the Avengers theme, and I hope they play with it more, like, I never felt it as epic 
Really? Previously, what? No, what not really. About? In the Avengers movie? There's Even no in the soul. Avengers movie, what? it was just like, it's a catchy song, but I, like, I really felt it during this trailer. <gasps> wow. More so okay. than I have previously. That like, is like the only theme song from Marvel I know it's like a heart. It's, uh, Yeah, it's a catchy theme, it's like, eh, but it's like, well, whatever. You didn't <laughs> feel that with, I just, this is a question on my uh, Instagram, but the moment where in the first movie, Hulk punches that mm. sky whale and they do that 360 degree turn yes. on all the Avengers and they play so the good. theme, that didn't get you? That didn't. There's just no, not the theme, but like that moment got me. But, but not the theme's the part song. of that. Yeah, but no. <laughs> it hypes you up. Nah. Oh my god. I mean, okay. The bottom line is even playing Age of Ultron, I was like, oh. <laughs> like it got Michael, who's known for not having his soul, but tra- trailer actually got him. Like, I don't think we we're this excited for the Justice League trailer or the movie itself. Any of the Justice League trailers, none of them none got of me this hype. Or the movie. Especially the movie, but I'm just talking about the trailers because the trailers are usually like the DC, like the strongest point yes. of the movies. Like the first BVS trailer, oh. that that got me. Yes. I was in. I was like, oh my god, it's gonna be Kingdom Come. No, uh-huh. it wasn't. <laughs> Not at all. But I mean, you know, we've also had some Marvel trailers that have been deceptive too, like the original Age of Ultron trailer. There oh. are no strings on me. It was so yeah. much darker. It was so much darker. So I'm hoping it's not a bait and switch like that one. <laughs> I hope. I, I, really I hope doubt not. It. I, I think Marvel. If anything, Marvel is good at learning their lesson. Mm. Look at them. Like Thor two failed miserably. Look at Thor three. They did great. Yeah. I I highly doubt that Marvel's gonna let us down. I'm like. But I, but I have a feeling this, <laughs> DC Warner Brothers. <laughs> I have a feeling though the second trailer is even though I, like I don't want to watch the second trailer. I don't want to watch any more freaking trailers. I could use one more. But I have I have a, I have a feeling the second trailer is going to show the quote unquote Marvel humor, like the character moments. Maybe yeah, not. Gotta, there's going to be humor in it. It's not, not going to be humorless. Hopefully not as much as like Guardians too. But that's like the oh Marvel, no. Yeah, that's like the Marvel trend. It's got to be especially with Stark in the movie. He. Like he throws quips and Spider Man, they throw yeah. quips. I mean, just look at the way I see. Look at Infinity War. I mean, uh, Civil War. That was made by Rooster Brothers too. Same yeah. directors, you know. And I think like they have a good eye for balancing um, the dramatic elements with some light comedy beats. Just because the comedy beats is what keep you kind of like you know the the, the excitement high through the movie. If it's just all downer, then you got BVS territory. And you're just like, oh, <laughs> when's this gonna end? <laughs> oh, so dark. <laughs> But yeah, like, like, it keeps it light, you know, light enough anyway. So we're gonna have like the characters are quippy, like Iron Man making jokes. Spider Man is gonna have some funny moments. But but when shit goes down, oh, I can see it going down. <laughs> Fucking Thanos walking through that freaking boom I, tube. I really, <laughs> I, like you said before, like I really hope a uh, final moment is that snap, like everybody dies. <laughs> you think? You think he's gonna collect all That's the gems? I hope to do so. It? I hope so. But he, that required all the Infinity Gems in the comics. So do you think he's gonna be able to collect all? Was it six Infinity Gems six. by then? Yes. Yeah, six. Yeah. Five and a Do you think? Do you think it's because I mean, going into the trailer, we see he only has two, but yeah, that could be a, that could be a bait and switch, kind of like in the Thor trailers. He had the eye. Yeah. He had his both his eyes, but then when you saw the movie, he didn't. Oh, you're saying they might have edited out those stones? Yeah. Oh, I didn't even consider that. I just thought like maybe if anything, it'd be like something where the entire movie is him collecting the, the gems, and then maybe. Either he has them all, or he's missing one by the end of the movie. Because if, if, if you think about it, is the conclusion. Unless when they show him, he's not actually on Earth. He only has with only two gems. There are gems that are not on. There's only two gems on Earth. So where would he get the like? They would have to show him out on space. But then if he goes to space, he's not with the Avengers. So then it's like, wait, what's he missing? What's the movie he's, about? He's missing. Well, he has space. He has a, he has a space stone. And he and has power. the power stone. So he got one from the police and the, and the the Stark. Uh, the uh, what are they called? The from Nova the Nova Corps, Corps. and then That's the tes- then the Tesseract. <laughs> oh, 
But then uh, you got the gem with the collector, the the reality stone, which is red. Mm-hmm. Mm. So that's in space. Uh, what else is in space? I think that's no. I think that's the only one that's in yeah, space because the other ones are with mind is vision, mind is vision, souls unknown, souls, souls, souls we think in Wakanda. It's Wakanda. Yes. Remember before we were speculating about um the the ability to to see spiritual ancestors yeah. that they have in Black Panther's universe. He can but, go into the Avatar state with the basically with the soul stone <laughs> with yeah. a bunch of cats. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe he has the soul stones like that's what he's using to do that. And then uh, the time stone with Doctor Strange. So that's three. Oh, yeah, so he's, yeah, so you're right. So he's only missing the reality gem from the collector. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Hmm. Maybe he gets that, and then he, maybe the guardians swing by the collector to pick it up, and then they meet back on Earth somewhere. Maybe. Maybe. But just the, oh, my God. And that would make a lot of sense, too, if he's trying to get the soul stone from Wakanda, because that's where it seems like a big battle takes place. Why would they specifically have um, Thanos' forces near Wakanda if there's not something there for them to get? Well, it seems like the battles are segregated. Like, there seems to be one happening in New York, mm-hmm. one happening in Wakanda. Because mm-hmm. you saw uh, Doctor Strange and Tony and Spider-Man, they're dealing with one one thing with the circular little spaceship <laughs> thing the, in, uh, the, in the sky. Rick and Morty, show me what you got. <laughs> yeah, I saw that meme. <laughs> That's what I thought when I saw it. I was like, Thanos is here. Show me what you got. I mean, Tom Holland was on Lip Sync Battle. So <laughs> yeah. he Yo, might bust out to Umbrella. Oh my God, that'd be hilarious. Him, him and Zendaya. <laughs> Oh my god, that'd be even better. Have Star Lord joining in with like dance battle, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Everybody just goes off. So that might work. That that might be how they defeat Thanos. I mean, it seems like if they're doing that, maybe he's trying to get maybe that's before or after they attack Vision. Cause he's gotta be in New York too, right? Because that's where the Avengers headquarters the Avengers, is. Avengers yeah, the Avengers. I think it's in upstate, yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. That he's basically attacking every location that has a gym simultaneously, and those things that were attacking Black Panther in the end of the trailer, the, like remember you saying that they're like xenomorphs in a yeah. reaction video? They're actually Outriders. They look, and which also look like xenomorphs in the comics. Have you seen those? Mm-hmm. Uh, I didn't see. I didn't see uh, what they look like in the comics, but I did Google. What, like I was like, "What are they?" It said Outriders, and I was like, "Okay, I don't know what that is." No. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like Thanos' henchman. Yeah, like it's his Chitari. <laughs> okay. But overall, like, I don't know, there's so much going on to the point I'm afraid to watch the next trailer. That's why I said I don't want to watch anymore. I don't want to watch anymore ever again. Like, this was good enough. Like, it had a lot of small moments that the more you watch, you notice. Like, for example, there's a scene where um, Tony is holding that prepaid phone that he got from Steve mm. from Civil War. Yeah. The one that he shipped and then, you know, like, if you need me, if you need us, just call me and I'll, you know, I'll be there. Yeah. He has the phone in his hand. It almost looks like he just used it and or he's about to use it. Hmm. And that makes sense because that's in the scene where he's standing with uh, Bruce Banner, Doctor Strange, and, and Wong, yes. right? That's after it seems like Hulk fell through the top of the building. Yes. And my theory of him falling there is that it can't be coincidence. You can't possibly imagine Hulk falling from the space and like out of coincidence he falls on Centurion. I'm going to assume that based on Thor 3 is that um <clears throat> Loki knows where Centurion is. Mm-hmm. This is what our reviewer was talking yes. about. Yeah. And Loki actually was holding Tesseract, which is what gem? Space. 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 Exactly. So I'm going to assume that Loki actually used Tesseract to send Hulk back to Sanctorium. And send Thor. And Thor. Uh, no, not Thor. Oh, no, Thor you think probably Thor got punched. thrown out. Yeah, Thor oh, got okay. punched. And 
Well, so if, if, yeah, because if they if they stay with the original trailer that leaked on a uh, Comic Con, you saw. F- yeah, Thor. I was about to say floating. floor. You saw <laughs> Thor floating, floating through space. Yes. Yeah. So after that happens, like Loki's like, oh shit, it got real, uh, and then it got he teleports real, so, home. You know, I have to do something. So it's him sending Hulk to Sanctorium mm-hmm. as a warning to the Earth because, you know, he knows Avengers are going to be there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in the original Infinity Gauntlet, Silver Surfer came to Earth to warn of the coming of Thanos. Say, yeah. So now Hulk is taking that place as the, mm-hmm. the, the warning of Thanos. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of, like, um, theories have been going all around. I mean, it makes sense too because it's just like Hulkies, Loki's, ah, Hulkies, <laughs> Loki's face, like, he doesn't look like he's like, yeah. No, he your, looks desperate. Your cube. He's like he's crying almost, yeah. He's crying in fear and also there's a theory that maybe um, like we're gonna get a little hint of like Thor, like Loki's previous mention of like being tortured by Thanos, mm. because he always had this very extreme fear toward Thanos, and maybe he will say something about like, oh, I know what is capable of, and dot dot dot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because in this way they kind of like justify why Loki always has been a villain, because a lot of people, certain fandoms are very iffy about Loki always being portrayed as a villain. He's a villain. But he's a very troubled villain. Everybody's just so willing to forgive genocide just because he's so adorable. He's very adorable. I was going to say, yeah, because Thanos is the one that gave him the scepter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's another thing. Do you think in that moment where the scepter is like being pressed in the Vision's head, do you think that's pulling the, the gym out or taking over Vision's mind, perhaps? Because that's what he would do, what Loki would do to the characters in the first movie to kind of like, you know, brainwash them. I dare to challenge your Mr. Prediction um, title is that because I I was also watching that too and questioning like how this happened, also how Vision gets his human skin. Hmm. Chances are if you look at the trailer and if you put them all together, it's Vision getting attacked, Scarlet Witch is there trying to like manage the case and then we see um, Midnight throwing the Proxima Midnight yeah oh yeah the, the, the female throwing her, yeah, throwing her weapon at Captain and he shows up so I'm gonna assume that Captain actually shows up and says both to Vision and Wanda and that's then actually connects to the part where he has a skin human skin really because remember think about it when it comes to couples they always end up like hooking or they have this really romantic moment after crisis I feel like those are two different scenes completely yeah I feel like he's still the Vision and Scarlet Witch scene look like it took place in a house yeah. The, Scar- the Captain America actually... scene looked like it took in the, like a warehouse. No, I'm not talking about in the, in the same scene. I'm talking about how you know they will be rescued by Captain America. They will go back to their place where they're living at because if you look real close of the scene where Vision is standing by the window, open the curtain, you see Wanda in the corner on the bed. Like she's doing something. Like, she, it almost looks like she's like wiping her tears or like she's like blowing her nose. So it almost looks like she's like traumatized from what happened, and then they're like having this little moment of like, "Hey, we survived. We're gonna go. We're gonna get through this together." Oh, Captain America be there? I feel like he's like on the other side of the Captain planet. America's gonna be there because Tony called him. Duh. Yeah, but I feel like he's going oh, to see maybe. his. He's going to see his bay, Bucky. <laughs> I got, uh, it depends it's, on it's what been order a while. things happen. Like it depends. They were there the whole time. Don't you remember? It's been, been a while since I they seen you, there. baby. <laughs> I don't. I don't think that depends on what the order of events are that happen. Like if Wakanda's attack first, or if the first attack happens to... in New York. If it's simultaneous, it gets kind of weird because it's like who, like what, where are people going to go when? That's why I like the trailer a lot because it just it just raises questions. Like, they you don't, have. They to... gave you all of like the the not even plot points, but like just certain narrative points but they don't show you how they connect or what order they're actually in. They have to say Wakanda the theory, for the last. There's a theory that the, the Infinity Gauntlet scene might be the very end of the movie. You know what I mean? Like, And he might not get 
more than like three or four of the Infinity Gems, and then in the last movie is where he gets the. And other he ones. punches Tony. He punch the sucker punches Tony, and that's the end of the movie. How dare you? No. <laughs> he he punches him, slumps, and, he, he, and he does a sleep. rock bottom against uh, <laughs> Spider Man. Here we go, night night, nigga. There's another theory too. He put Tony to sleep. Like the only reason why, um, it looks like a planet, like an odd, random orange planet that Thanos and yeah. Tony and we're gonna spy um Peter is that on. Can't to. be Earth. That's that can't be Earth. Only because like that's the same planet that they don't. Sh- it's not in the trailer, but it wasn't the the, the, the teaser, the D twenty three teaser, where Thanos grabs the moon and mm-hmm. throws it toward the planet. Like there's no way it's Earth if a moon no. is coming down to Earth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But what I'm thinking is that if anything, Peter, remember the scene where Peter actually is on the portal or that ship that kind of spins around in the, in the sky mm-hmm. in his Iron Man, uh, Iron, Iron Spider-Man suit? Yeah. Like he somehow gets sucked into the portal and that's why Tony goes in there to save Peter and then Peter somehow gets severely injured by Thanos and Tony's all traumatized and Tony freaks out. He armors up, he tries to attack Thanos and he gets sucker punched. You just wrote the whole movie in your head, didn't yes, you? Yes, I did. <laughs> I'm like, what? what is going on? No, because remember, that's the only one where you can explain how they all get separated. Like, unintentionally, Tony and Peter got sucked into the we're making space. This, we're making this store of the dark world again. <laughs> or like Natalie Portman goes to all these uh, Nephilim, Sifilheim. I mean, it's a good question. Like, what is that thing in the sky? Is it a portal? Is it just a portal to open to some or, army of Thanos? Or like, sometimes it's, it's you're a talking part about of the, Sanctuary the circular little Yeah, the circular rotation thing. it's a part of the Sanctuary 2 ship that attacks the Asgardian ship. Like, it's a little piece, that, but then, like, he took it apart and then he used that to come to Earth. He didn't want to take the whole Sanctuary 2 to Earth. Hmm. A lot of theories. Hmm. Well, I don't think the circular uh, ship thing is a portal because... We saw when Thanos actually came out of a portal. Well, that's, and there was using, no there was no machine. He's but he's using the space gym. You know what I'm saying? Like he has he's making his own boom tubes with the space gym because it's the space gym's for teleporting. Yeah, that could yeah. be true. So once he gets that, he's like, I don't need that fucking. Job. That's that's for my army, but me, I can just teleport around, whatever. What if <laughs> he's bamfing like a nightcrawler? <laughs> why would the portal be there instead of Wakanda? Because we see armor like army of um. What, what, what I think that's the last. The Wakanda scene. Wakanda, Wakanda has yeah. to be the last. I'd agree with that. I don't know what's gonna happen, how it's gonna happen, but you know. But I, you're talking about the, the Captain America scene. I just I love that scene because that's usually what happens to the the like the villains. Usually, like do that cool like oh, pff, what is this? What is this? Get this weak shit out of here? And, like, yeah, hella cat, hella catching this this the hammer. Mm-hmm. Bucky catching the shield. Bu- yeah, yes. Bucky, Bucky catching the yeah. shield. Now it's like Captain America turning like bitch. You know who I am? <laughs> I'm Captain Motherfucking America. <laughs> Get that weak shit out of here. I'm so the juggernaut, bitch. It's so funny. It's funny if like, Captain America can fight Proxima Midnight, but at the same time, she can also fight Scarlet Witch and Vision. It's like, what? <laughs> she can't be the only member of Dark No, it's Order four of there. them. Yeah, like, yeah. They're all there, and like they'll probably take one at a time. And I, I saw a really funny meme about like Steve finally showing up with that long hair and a long beard. And mm. there was like, two other pictures, and one was... Him from Avengers, first Avengers, like you know, he his, him, you know, his like slick hair and like white t shirt and the leather jacket. He's like, yeah. oh, don't worry, sir, I'll bring her home by midnight. The second picture is him from the Civil War when he has that like leather jacket, black leather jacket. He's walking up to the fence mm-hmm. and he says like, I'll take her home when I want to take her home, bitch. And then the last one <laughs> is this version of him, like the beard, and he says she calls me daddy too. There's a whole... That fangirl moment was brought to you by Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> but funny enough, the interactions that I'm most kind of excited to see is to finally see, because we didn't even see them in the trip. Well, kind of. 
in the end. Guardians. Yeah. Well, not even just them, but uh, I, I'm more interested <laughs> to see Thanos interacting with his daughters, Nebula and Gamora. Because they, they, they always talk about him in the movies, but we never actually seen them. Aside from like the one time Nebula walked up to Thanos and was like, I can do it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But other than that, we've never seen the three of them together. And it's also interesting because that's his favorite daughter. Gamora is. Gamora, yeah. Right. So it's like, I wonder if he's going to be like, bitch, you betrayed me? <laughs> so I want to see that moment. His daddy have a smack a bitch with his glove? <laughs> his gloved hand? <laughs> I want to see the moment, the reason, I want to see the reason why Tony is holding his left burnt up, like burnt up hand. Like, oh, in the opening, opening scene? Like, well, why? Like, what's Peter's wrong? dead. No, but his <laughs> he, left hand He so burned his hand up. masturbating. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think Peter is like he invented a new sex toy. Wounded in that scene. <laughs> yeah, that's him so. like going like, all right, all right, come up the plan. Because remember, like that is his nightmare. That was the ni- nightmare that was. Seen I hope they bring that back. Uh, he, they probably will as like a flashback and yeah, traumatizing for me. Like Iron Man Three is all about him having like PTSD from that event. He still has PTSD, and his left hand. Is that's why he created Ultron. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, like his left hand is like permanently fucked up. Like he broke it. He landed on his left side so many times. We look at all the previous movies that he's part of. All right, fangirl, relax. <laughs> all right, let's move on. <laughs> Watch our reaction on YouTube. Uh, let's move on to Coco. We all saw Coco this weekend. I'm in love with the Coco. <laughs> I know I'm not supposed to love music. No music. No music. <laughs> But my great-grandma Coco's father was the greatest musician of all time. Papa. Ernesto de la Cruz. One day, he left with his guitar and never returned. Mom, my family thinks music is a curse. Great-great-grandfather, none of them understand me. I'm supposed to play music. All right, who's in there? I'm sorry. What's going on? I'm just dreaming. Do you mind? <gasps> Welcome to the land of the dead. Stop the clean up! You gotta stay with me, boy. This isn't a dream, then. You're all really out there. Agents at the Department of Family Reunions are available to assist you. Please be on the lookout for a living boy. Miguel? You're here? We're your family, mijo. Huh? <laughs> I know your great-great-grandpa. Mm. I'll get you to him. What are you doing? I'm walking like a skeleton. No, skeletons don't walk like that. It's how you walk. No, I don't. When there's no one left in the living world who remembers you, you disappear from this world. But you can change that. We gotta find my great-great-grandpa. You gotta do it by sunrise. What happens at sunrise? You'll be stuck here forever. What? Remember me. Was this Pixar? Yes, yes, it was. Pixar, okay. Sorry, bad. Huh? It started really bad. We'll be oh Jesus! Oh, if you want to go watch this movie, oh. just go late. Oh my God! Like, there is a yeah, twenty-minute frozen short. Which is, you can't call that shit short, man. It has twenty minutes. It's an episode of something. I can watch an episode of like something without, without commercials. Yeah. Yeah. It's fuck. <laughs> okay, fine. Like, it be put up. me in a bad mood before yes. Coco. So like it had it was like it created a deficit that Coco had to crawl its way out of because <laughs> it was so corporate it was so pandering 
Like I love Frozen. I really like Frozen. But this was like just you could you could see the corporate like monkey behind it. dance monkeys dance yes Christmas song here Christmas special there isn't okay, Christmas great to Christmas be honest, <laughs> like I am I'm a fan of those like I'm the one who always watched the Hallmark like TV series like on the week of Christmas mm. like those terrible terrible cliche no plot no character development so whatsoever you, you watch show. Charlie Brown Christmas every year hell yeah. <laughs> Really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm very white. The only thing I know is that they call me heat miser. Whatever I touch turns to ashes. What the fact that you know what, is kind what of is amazing. That? You don't know that that Christmas special where it's like the heat miser and the cold you miser and it's like it's no. like claymation. Okay, it's really cute. <laughs> what is Whoa. that? My point being is that it did what it was supposed to do. Is that you know, I'm like, like am I on the right podcast? <laughs> Remember, Coco was aimed for little kids it literally was like straight up family oriented show and i get that they were like you know putting frozen in there you know maybe frozen not doing as well how it's like the biggest no it's like the big yeah it's like the biggest disney i'm talking about the tv series like didn't they have a tv series series? or something i know they made no the character the characters appeared on once upon a time but that was it no, I think well, Disney Channel has. I think there's been a lot of shorts. I don't know. If yeah, a lot a of shorts. So maybe that's that wasn't doing well. Bottom line is that it wasn't as bad. Like in that, just for that clip, I give it like a passable. I give that shit fucking Mr. Magoo. Like that oh, shit was shit. terrible. <laughs> Damn, not one memorable <laughs> song. Fucking, I didn't endure twenty. Just the, and just the the audacity what? of putting a twenty what? minute episode of something before a movie. But like what is that? What is that? Olaf tries so Fuck Olaf. Oh. Fuck him and his corporate pandering ass and that whole Christmas J- bullshit. Jordan's angry again. There you go. <laughs> oh, Mr. Scrooge. That's what I am. <laughs> yeah, God, I hate that. But that's what we're talking about. We're not talking yeah, about that. I didn't care for it, but I'm not giving it up Mr. Magoo. Yeah, right? Fuck Mr. Magoo, man. Just for it, because it's a fuck. It's, it's not pandering, man. <laughs> but yeah, I didn't. I, okay. I give it up. It has nothing to do with Coco. No. Nothing to do with Coco. No. If you no, want I mean, no. They both are family-oriented themes. That has nothing to do... That doesn't... No! A, yeah, I'll give it a less than passable. It's about family tradition, you know? Like, they both are talking about family tradition and what the family is about. All of that. I was looking at my watch the whole time. Like, I come know. on! <laughs> watch is over yet. Another song? Oh, my gosh. The fuck up, Olaf. <laughs> or so you guys- angry. No, no. I, I can't say anything to this. I can't. So, so this gives you a good idea what my mood was like going to Coco, though. Terrible. <laughs> Jesus. I was just like, what is this bullshit they're making me? They're, sub- they're subjugating me to. And funny enough, like, even though it was the same actors, aside from Olaf, like, I f- like the voice acting sounded different. A little bit different, right? Because the whole so time we were looking at each other, it was like, is that the same right. voice of Elsa? And then it she was, started then her. she started singing. I'm like, okay, I recognize Adina mm-hmm. Menzel singing. But she, like, she sounded weird. Like, she sound different compared to the first Frozen. Because it was corporate and it was soulless. <laughs> what are you getting? But we're not here to talk about Frozen. We're talking about Coco. We're talking about Coco. And for the record, right now, Coco has 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb, and 4.5 out of Common Sense. Wow. Mm. I don't know what the last one was, but yeah, wow. <sighs> so, Coco. Yes. The story of a young boy who loves the guitar, but is in a family of people who hate music. Because the great great grandmother, one of those great great grandfather left their great great grandmother because he wanted to pursue his career in music, and ever since then, music was outlawed in their family. What's the last name? Uh, Rivera. Uh, Oh, Rivera. Rivera. I think so. Rivera. I think that's that's my father's last name. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Uh. 
Yeah, so the Rivera right. household was basically um, what was that movie where they can't listen to music? Is it Footloose? Footloose. I don't know. I'm never yeah, seen it, it is. Uh, where they ban music. Yeah. Like, no dancing in this town. Yep, yep. <laughs> Same thing, but in this case, there's no music or guitar playing. So we follow the adventures of young Miguel as he tries to get the blessing right of his guitar playing. Michael. Yeah. <laughs> From his great aunt, his great great grandfather. And gets well, somehow lost in the spirit world. Well, no, he wants to, he wants to, uh, he, not, the blessing doesn't come until later. He wants to uh, play in the talent show, right? So he goes into the. So tomb. He's, he grave robs like yeah, he, he tries he to saw grave Batman and He the, saw Superman and uh, <laughs> Cyborg and Flash steal from so Superman's grave. He saw Justice League. Yeah. I've got an idea. <laughs> there's there's an idol. There's a musical idol called Ernesto de la Cruz. Mm. He is he has idolized them, and he somehow finds things that he is his great great grandfather many many greats there's many a, lot, greats. a lot of generations so he goes into his like cemetery like tomb his tomb yeah his tomb and then steals the guitar and when he plays it somehow automatically he goes in who the hell plays something and then like who steals something and then plays it loudly well he wants to know like he just did I, look you're not a musician i'm not a musician maybe that's what they do anyway so he plays yeah, he has that to because some tune. that day is the day of the dead which is called dia de uh, muertos is um because he somehow plays a guitar and all of a sudden he is in the rim of yeah, the dead. It throws him into the world of the dead. Yes, yes. And his goal is to um because he has to get this family's blessing to come back to the world and also he wants to get recognized his great great grandfather, right? Great great mm-hmm. great great grandfather. Um so he's on his journey to find um Ernesto. Yeah. And because he meets there. his other family members but they don't give him the blessing for obvious reasons. No. But then so he decides that the only way he can pursue music that which he loves is to find Ernesto. And, and the a ticking, of course, there's a ticking clock because the longer he stays in the, in the world of the dead, he, be, he starts to die. Yeah, he becomes a skeleton. And if he stays there past sunrise, he'll be stuck there forever. So, um, so I guess go around in circles, give our overall thoughts. I mean, do you want to go into spoilers for this? We pretty not. much described I mean, the whole Pretty much described. described. That's not spoiling anything. Spoil. Just, just we described the plot, and that's yeah. it. Let's not spoil it, because a lot of people well, have been saying really good things about this. And I don't really want to spoil it. It just came out. I saw the twist coming a mile away, and I don't ever see twists. So that that That's messed me up. What you see a lot? Of twists. I see twists sometimes, but I'm not. I'm never the guy looking for like, oh, what's gonna happen? Well, you're here? in a bad mood, so you're focusing on that. Yeah, I was not. Well, the frozen did yes. kind of bad mood. I was. It was a a hole to crawl out of for this. Jordan movie. is just so angry. <laughs> he is so I don't know why I'm so angry. <laughs> But still, I mean, I usually love this stuff. I mean, music, pretty colors, great animation. Uh, maybe my expectations were too high because I was going in this hoping like, oh, I heard it's got 97%. Everybody yeah, freaking loves this movie. Really and it was. I was sitting there waiting for the next Moana, which is one of my Moana. favorite animations of all time. Way, and musicals. Oh, God, don't even get me started. Because every song <laughs> Moana is better than every song on this show or this movie times 10, okay? So don't even get me started. <laughs> but for what it was, it was, it was, it was good. Uh, should I review it first? Should I oh, my you, review you, first? Say, you say that now. Yeah, exactly. It was you good. It That's not what you said yesterday. <laughs> Objectively, I said even then it was good. Okay, then say it. How'd you rate it? Personally, I'd give it a high pass. Because I saw every twist coming. Every single one. <laughs> the character, I never really doubted in the characters. I mean, a lot of, Coco is the name of his grandmother, who was very, very, very old. Great-grandmother. Great-grandmother. Um, 
a lot of it has to do with some kind of emotional tie to her by the end of it. I never really felt that. I mean, the music for a musical wasn't really catchy to me. Nothing really stuck with me. And because everything was predictable, I felt like I've seen this movie done like a, a bunch of different times. And this is just the veneer of Spanish culture on top of it, which is great. I love the representation. But other than that, the movie itself didn't really do anything for me, especially because the emotional high points didn't really resonate with me. And maybe it's like just a subjective thing. And if you can relate to these characters mm-hmm. or you have family members that are like these characters, mm-hmm. then maybe, you know, you'll dial into it more. But I don't have, I'm not, uh, what, what is Moana? I, Hawaiian. Not Hawaiian. Not Hawaiian. Um, Samoan? No. I don't think Pacific, she's Samoan. Just, just, just Pacific, Pacific Islander. Islander. Pacific Islander. I'm not Pacific Islander, but the way they developed those characters and the songs that they had, they all hit me in the right places. Coco he, did not. And on top of that, the so, like the one song that is memorable in Coco. Remember me? Remember me. It's because it's like they, they say those words a thousand times throughout the whole movie, and it's so on the nose with its lyrics that when they did bring that song back, of, like, of course they do, in some kind of emotional way. The song's called Remember Me. You don't think it's going to come back in an emotional way in a musical? <laughs> it didn't, I, because it was so transparent, it didn't, I didn't feel feels. And that is so rare because I am usually the person's podcast that cries at everything. Yes. <laughs> but not a tear shed. So for me, it's high passable. I can see people really like this if you can dial into the characters. So maybe then subjectively more than passable. But for me, yeah, in the high passable range. You want to go first or should I go first? <laughs> Fuck this movie. No, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll go. Okay. I give this movie a solid more than passable. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... Just just the overall look of the movie. I thought this movie looked gorgeous. It was beautiful. Yes, it was very pretty. So, so beautiful. Like, funny enough... Dimple, no dimple. Dimple, no dimple. <laughs> <laughs> funny enough, like, a lot of this movie took place in the land of the dead, but I feel like that's when the movie became more live. Mm-hmm. And really, oh, look at you. <laughs> and really, mock him. And really, <laughs> you mock me all the time. <laughs> and then, I mock who I want Anyway, fuck you. Anyway, Stop it. And the movie started. That's when the movie started to pick up. And, and and I like that the the world in the the world of the dead, like the 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 continuity that it established, like the rules mm. with you know the way the petals and leaving the petals down, and that's how they find you know their ancestors, mm. and they walk through the petals, and then uh, you saw what happens with one uh, Hector. What happens when he's not allowed to go into the world because because when he uh, tries mm. to. Yeah run through and you see what happens it's like how are they gonna catch him it's like um it's like the tsa or something yeah that's what i thought i was like tsa for the world of the dead yeah it's like man this bureaucracy even in death this is bullshit (laughs) but yeah so like i said the the movie it looked gorgeous i like how they the animated the facial expression i was looking i was like better than steppenwolf That's the new like benchmark. Yes, that's the new benchmark. <laughs> Better than Steppenwolf. On a scale of one to Steppenwolf, not really it's Steppenwolf to ten. <laughs> and I really enjoyed the characters. Like, I love Miguel. Even the dog had a lot of life to him. Dante. Yeah, yeah. Dante. Yeah, I like the animation on his tongue. How his tongue was constantly flopping around his flopping face. Flopping and just wrapped around his face. Yeah. I like you. My tongue wrapped around my face. Yeah, but think about that. Oh yeah, I do that. Yeah, yeah, you do that. See, and like his grandmother, not Coco, but the other grandmother that was chasing people with the shoe and yeah, beating people with the name? shoe. I, I, I think they. I, I don't think they gave her a name. I think he just called her Abuelita. Oh, well, yeah, she was funny. I don't, the grandmother. I don't. Did they? Did they actually name her? Elena. 
I don't know. Is that her name? Coco's Coco's Coco's, Coco's daughter. daughter. Yeah. yeah, Lena. Okay, yeah. Okay. Well I liked I liked her. I enjoyed seeing the her. Personality, yeah. Yeah. I've known grandmothers like that. I know I know a lot of grandmas like Yeah, that. I know a lot of grandmothers like, like, or, aunt, or aunts <laughs> or even mothers. <laughs> when she threw the shoe at something and it was, was like, like now go, go, go get, get my shoe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, fuck. <laughs> so I, I enjoyed a lot of the character interactions, even the 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 ancestors from the dead. Like I like I dialed into all of that. And yeah, I will concede with your point that for the most part, for this to be like a Disney type musical, granted it's Pixar, but they're owned by Disney, so it's Disney. Mm. So for it to be like a Disney musical, a lot of the songs weren't really memorable. But on the flip side, like you got like something like Frozen where you remember the songs, but for the most part, Frozen is just a one trick pony with Let It Go. I mean, other than I remember that, one song from that. From yeah, Frozen, other than like, that. <laughs> But I really like that song, so it's like but yeah. So even so, so for me, like I remember a lot of the f- songs from Frozen. But truth of the matter is, I feel like Frozen's pretty forgettable. That's why. That's kind of why you. I feel like you had that reaction in the beginning, where it's like, oh, we're doing Frozen again. It's like, who cares? It's kind of like Avatar. Like when you first watch Avatar, you're like, yay! But now you're finna find it out. He's doing four, five, and six, and th- it's like. Why do I want to go well, back? No, to, it's just one of those why things do I want to go back to this the world? The story's done. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let it go. Everything else is milking it. Like <laughs> Frozen. Yeah, Fro- Frozen was good for what it was, but there's no like I, I don't know. To me, there's no reason to continue that story. And everything, everything since then has just been like, how can we make more money off this property? You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Avatar. Avatar's done. There's no reason to have an Avatar 2. Why, why, what? Don't, we, why don't we focus on Coco instead of Frozen? Fuck Coco. All right, continue. <laughs> But yeah, so like I said, so yeah, I feel that way. Even though there weren't really that many memorable songs, I still, the characters were memorable to me. More so than the music. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I saw, shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Jordan, nice. And yes, I saw the, 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 the big twist. I saw that coming. Mr. Prediction Head, I saw it coming a mile away. But that, was, I, that would cover Mr. Prediction Head if I saw it coming. <laughs> no. We both did, okay? Whatever, fuck you. <laughs> But yeah, so I saw it coming, but I still enjoyed it. Like, for example, when it comes to biopics, like I know this person's gonna eventually die, or where this person's life is gonna turn eventually in the movie. Like I know it's gonna happen, but I still enjoy the movie. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, I, I don't need twists to enjoy something. It's just that because it felt like the whole movie was retreading things I've already seen done before. For there to be no, like for for what they qualify as a twist to be so transparent. By, by the time you get to the end, for me, it was just like. Okay, so it's retreading no new territory at all. Cool. She's so soulless. <laughs> well, like, you just cried in this movie. Yeah, I was gonna say like when Michael it got to the, when it got to the end, I don't cry. <laughs> I cried at the end. It's fucking bullshit. <laughs> I was like, what is, what is this? Am I am I broken? What is this coming down my face? <laughs> Call nine one one, please. What is this I'm moisture? Dying. Yeah. This is this isn't semen. What is this? <laughs> oh God. Well, yeah, so, uh, yeah, I give it a more than passable. Okay. Don't interrupt me because I have a lot to say about this movie. Hey, I'll sit here nice and quiet. I also give it more than passable. He's going to give you shit. Because- <laughs> I was going to say, he's going to give you an ugly face. <laughs> it's more than passable because um, the whole concept is about the culture, family, something that animation rarely talk about, death. Now, this whole animation. One was about this- death. <laughs> I'm sorry, thank you. <laughs> this anime, like more than half of its story actually happens on the day of um, Dia de Muertos, which is the Day of the Dead. Mm-hmm. Unlike Halloween, this is the day where they celebrate and they think of it more as, you know, like their um, deceased family members come to visit. It's a day of celebration. Like it was 
beautifully done considering how much money they um they actually what's the budget the budget was between 175 to 200 million for this movie the, damn this movie. wow they spent a lot of money i mean it did have a thing and, in the beginning kind of showcasing how much it took to make one scene like, there was like a whole little like mm-hmm. five minute documentary in the beginning talking about like oh yeah it took us like 700 different angles and things yeah. to make this one it's little a scene. Digit budget and not only that like if you look at the cast it's the voice cat actors are all like latinx or like latin related Okay. So it's extremely, it's very culturally aware. And once again, like this is, so Frozen, I don't think Frozen actually really did a good job. It may show the family aspect of the animation, but I don't, I can't really recall any animation that actually deals with culture in depth like this. Even Moana, like Moana does talk about, oh, you know, it's about family. Like, we show the dance. We, you know, we know about them making the fish and whatnot, but we don't really see any specific culture represented. Like for even even in this movie at the very beginning, I mean, that's not true. The, that's not true. The whole thing is a culture is a is a, a slice of a, a different culture. That island life, all of that. That's 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 nothing like I don't live that. <laughs> Do you mean like in terms of like in terms uh, of more food, realistic music, no, food and music, something that's more more realistic, something that we can actually see day in, in daily lives, like those shelves that they have with the food and the petals and the pictures of the family, mm-hmm. that is tradition. That that is something that actually a lot of people would know if they're part from that culture. It's more relevant than Moana. I feel like Moana's culture was more generalized, whereas mm-hmm. Coco yeah, was like Mexican culture. That anybody who is a Mexican descendant actually could relate to. Hmm. And it's I am neither culture, so I can't really argue with you. So <laughs> I'm not from that culture either, but I know a lot of my friends who are actually from like they're like second, third generation of like Mexican immigrant family. Mm. And the thing is that this movie did really I mean obviously this did really well in Mexico. I mean it beat Justice League in its second week. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like Yeah, it did. Like what didn't, am I right? I'm on <laughs> Not only that, oh, you actually mentioned Moana, right? Moana actually made two point six million, whereas Coco it made two point five million from Tuesday night previews. Okay. Like. So it's better because it made more money. No, I'm not <laughs> not talking. I'm not saying that it's better because it made more money. I'm talking about this even more more culturally aware. That this movie. I think there's more again. Mexican or Spanish people in our country than there are, you know, Pacific Islanders. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. And and even more than that, once again, like I still believe that this was way more relevant to the families than Moana was. Moana was beautifully done. I love Moana. I cried so many times watching Moana too. In some ways, Moana was better. Why are you by making this versus Moana? Because I like Moana. Because you keep mentioning Moana, you keep comparing it to it. And the thing is that the latest well, it's just one good of the most animation, recent. exactly. Yeah. The, the the latest animation movie that was done really well was yeah. Funny Moana. enough, I, I, I love Moana, but I didn't cry. You didn't That's so cry. weird. <laughs> you are weird. <laughs> well, the bottom line, I cried like three times in that movie. <laughs> I'll accept it. Coco actually was maybe you expected too much. Coco is not, Coco should not, Coco wasn't focused on the music like Moana was. Moana, you could relate to the music because not only that you, you the music was easy to understand, but also it was, a lot of them were in English. Okay, not all of them were. 
One song was not in English. One song. Moana. One song in this wasn't in English. And I think another one had some elements of Spanish in it, but nothing that I can't understand. Like, it was very, it's like, it's Spanglish. And do you feel like. Are you reviewing this or are you fighting my review? (laughs) I feel like you're more. She's fighting her review. She's more fighting my review than giving her own review. (laughs) The only reason I am comparing my review to yours is because I don't want people to hear your review and think, oh, I guess it's not as good. Like, I'm saying they just give it a chance. I said, objectively, I feel like this is probably more than passable for most people. But for me, it didn't resonate in a lot of different ways. So for me, it's a high passable. I, I gave that. I mean, okay, you that, ended like that, and if you like stopped adding any more reviews, then that would have been fine. But the, the whole time you're like, you're weird. You didn't cry. One is better. One is awesome. This sucks. Coco's awful. This is well, what you've been adding on top. <laughs> Why of is it Coco was awful? I'm joking when I say fuck Coco. <laughs> Those so, are jokes. So <laughs> jokes aside from Jordan, it's really animation that's really beautiful to watch. We watched it in 3D, and I think it was a good choice that we watched in 3D. Yeah. Um. Make sure that you watch it on the time where you don't have that many kids around you because oh my god, yeah, issues with that. Because those kids, dude, what did a kid laugh at that was so inappropriate? There's something like a kid like burst out laughing at. Oh, the the, 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 the Coco forgetting thing. Yeah, having Alzheimer's. Yeah, having Alzheimer's. And she laughs. I'm like, ooh. And she was like, she asked, she was talking to her her daughter and was like, like, who are you? Who are you? And the kid was like, ha ha ha. I'm like, oh shit, devil's child. God damn, child. So yeah, make sure you watch at the right time where there are no kids because with kids... <laughs> Despite being a kid's movie. <laughs> watch it when there's yeah, no just kids. Just don't watch it with kids around you. <laughs> yeah, but go, solid, go during school hours. <laughs> solid more than high passable. I, I mean, more than passable. Hmm. Yes. Because I really did enjoy it. And I cried twice. You're both weird. <laughs> no, no, you're heart. weird. <laughs> you're the only one out. Odd man out. I'm so soulless. Stop dissing on things that you don't agree with. What? That's the... What? That's the fun part. <laughs> Respect other people. Never. Let's, let's move on. Uh, from Coco, let's talk about the DC TV crossover of the week. Why would Nazis from 1945 want to crash my wedding? Crab legs. They were delicious. Visitors from another Earth. Oh, there are more than one. There are 52, actually. There's a 53rd Earth, and it's called Earth X. Hail victory. They want someone to bow to, to worship, to lead. What you're doing is not leading, it's ruling. Ready? To us. We will not surrender. We will not back down. We will keep fighting. So get the hell off our earth while you still can. Woo! Better than Justice League. Yes, that, that, that's right. Better than Justice League. <laughs> we can all agree on that. So after the rousing success of the really three-part crossover last last year with the Invasion Heroes versus Aliens arc, where Supergirl was like regulated to the last two minutes oh by the way crossover is happening like wait yeah. what <laughs> <laughs> this year all four shows supergirl arrow flash and legends of tomorrow have been a part of the dc tv crossover 
titled Crisis on Earth X. There we go. I'm like, what? what wow. <laughs> so it's Nazis versus superheroes because yes. when all else fails, fall back on Nazis. Yeah, they're, pretty they're, much. They're easy. <laughs> <laughs> they're evil. They're easy. <laughs> it's overplayed in my opinion. It totally it's is. It's very overplayed. overplayed. Yeah. But in a weird way, kind of topical with our current state of events in the <laughs> current, uh, neo-Nazis. Yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah. Mm. Somewhere Trump is going like, there are oh, good people. <laughs> There's good people on both sides. <laughs> on Earth X, there are some good people. <laughs> There's some good Nazis. Good Nazis, okay. So yeah, let's talk about it. Like, wh- Let's talk about how we felt in general about this crossover. Two nights, Monday and Tuesday, they doubled up on Supergirl and Arrow the first night, and the second night was Flash and Legends of Tomorrow. Which is funny, because Arrow airs on Thursday, so I'm like, so we gotta wait till Thursday for the next... <laughs> No, they were like, it doesn't make any sense. So they decided to push it up, <laughs> which is better. They should have that. They should do that anyway. Like have Arrow. If they're gonna do it, have Arrow be after Supergirl every week. Yeah, because I don't even know what comes after Supergirl. I still don't. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, general opinions. Jane, let's start with you since you're so opinionated right now. <laughs> it is better than Justice League, but I don't think that really says anything considering <laughs> the bars. Really low. The bar is so low for the bar Justice so League. So low. It does, it's not really relevant. Um, I watched all four episodes in a row. And I okay. think that might have affected my review a little bit because it was really exhausting watching it. Mm-hmm. It made me like I started losing my focus after second episode and started focusing more of like plot holes. Well, the third acting. episode I feel like was a dip anyway. Yeah, poor like, acting. Because the and... second half was worse than the first half, Michael. No, <laughs> definitely. Oh, first half was so much better than the second half. Like second Boom! half, <laughs> second half is where I started losing losing focus. I'm like, I'm gonna be on my phone. I'm just excited for Infinite War, and I, that's what happened wow. to me. Um, I see what they're doing, and I really appreciate their repetitive teamwork. Regardless of their really city CGI, I'm glad that they went all in. And the teamwork actually was beautiful. That little fan moment of Red Tornado was beautiful. And I really enjoyed it. I'm like, oh, yay, Red Tornado. Um, as a fangirl, I did enjoy some moments because I'm a fangirl. Such as? Elicity. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Elicity basically taking over the entire crossover. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, no, like, oh. no, this is about Elicity now. <laughs> it's like, wait, what? Um... I guess I have to give it. Ooh, are we gonna f- do, 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 do. <laughs> low more than passable? A low more than passable. Yes, oh, I was gonna yeah. say high passable. I'm like, if I say high passable, we're gonna fight. Gonna gonna fight. It's <laughs> low more than passable. Probably ain't fight you for that. <laughs> Don't fight me for All that. All right, Michael, what do you think of the crossover? Uh, first time I had to I had to watch it twice because the first time I watched it when it actually aired live. I was just like, eh, I mean, it's not bad, but I'm not really feel like everybody's like, oh my god, this crossover is amazing. Yeah, hey, I was me just talking like, to you. <laughs> no, it was, it's not just you. I was looking at the <laughs> Facebook comments and Twitter, and all, everybody's like, this is so amazing. I'm just like, eh, it was just something to do. <laughs> it's just something to do. It was something to do. Like I didn't hate Gosh. it, but I was just like, it's. Uh, I get peanuts from bar. Wow. <laughs> okay. Cause. Looking at, like, the main villains, I was like, okay, you have super-powered beings. You got Supergirl. You got the Flash, who can technically take out everybody. 
He's faster yeah, than he's ever you been. You gotta let that go, man, because that's always been a plot hole. <laughs> it will and always the, be a plot and hole. None of the, they're not, not they're not like superhumans. They're just regular guys with guns. We've right. seen in previous seasons where uh, what was that? That metahuman that could basically he was multiple man. Yeah. And he made multiples of himself in like a building, and yeah. he just took them all out. I'm like, yeah. essentially, this is basically what that is. Just take them all out. Yeah. So, and then there was a lot of a lot of questions that I had. Then they taking Supergirl out. The, it was a lot of stuff that I was just like, ah, all right. I mean, it's, it was this was better than the first one, but the first crossover. I was you like, it was better than the first crossover. No, I'm just listening to Michael, and I'm like, I, Michael is kind of making more sense. Wait, I was like, this is better. Yeah, this is better than the first crossover, but I'm just like, uh, I'm not really feeling it. Because again, bar wasn't that high. But then, <laughs> I, but then I was like, let me. Maybe I should watch it a second time. Maybe with you no know. expectations. Yeah. <laughs> so I watched it a second time, and ignoring all of that stuff that I hated, which was still in the back of my mind, I threw all of that out the window, and just watched it for what it was, and. Overall, like I enjoyed it more because throwing all that stuff away, I just looked at all the character moments mm-hmm. and how even though this was supposed to be a crossover, it still heavily played into what was going on in each individual show, which I feel like the f- other crossover didn't, didn't really do. do. No, this one had actual very pivotal changing events for each individual show within the crossover. Except yes. Kara. Uh, well, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, less the least. more so Alex than Kara. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite part. <laughs> of course. So, because of that, I appreciated it more. Okay. Granted, I granted I still have my gripes. So, I would give it a passable. A passable? Yeah. Oh, we're gonna fight. <laughs> oh, we're gonna fight. Can I change it to high passable? Yeah, I was gonna say maybe even a high passable. Pass- yeah, maybe even a high passable. So uh, yeah. Oh, we're going I, to fight. I say a high pass. Yeah, a high passable. Okay, high passable. It's for Coco, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> isn't it? All right, so right off the bat, I'll give it a more than passable. Yeah, yeah. Because you gotta understand, this is like I always. Did you cry, Jordan? <laughs> no. So then fuck this rating. <laughs> what? 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 <laughs> I didn't cry. Yes. <laughs> but I, I did feel very emotional for Jax, even though well, he's a terrible actor. Yes. Don't do that was it, terrible. Ray. Even Crunch. watching it the second time, like I just started laughing. Crying so <laughs> drama, man. I was, like, I was like, why is Ray, Ray Palmer is crying more than Jax? Yeah. <laughs> Franz drama, man. He's it's like he's always fighting that British accent. He can't act for shit. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up because I used and to... I don't, yeah, I don't necessarily think he's a bad actor. I just think like the crying scene, like... No, yeah. he's not that great. I, I, look, I like Franz Drame. I liked him back when I first saw him on uh, Attack the Block with yes. Finn Jones. Which I'm just like... Not Finn Jones. What's his name? No. Whoa. Finn uh, Jones. Oh. Uh, John Boyega. John yeah. Boyega. I, I haven't seen it. I want to see that. It's but really I'm just good. like... Really but speaking as an actor, like I get it. Crying is not easy. For some people, they could just they could just start crying right oh, now. Yeah. Like for some people, they could just like, cry. Like, like cut and then put some like. Some but that's what I was gonna say. Like, so, <laughs> yeah, like, so like if you have an issue, like if you're not crying, like do some fucking do behind the, the scenes. Yeah, do yeah. some BTS. Yeah. Like, say, can we get, you know cut? Get some eye drops or go splash some water in your eyes. Yeah. yeah. Splash some water. <laughs> like but, okay, so I didn't like his acting in that scene, but the fact that they went for it and. I don't want to spoil it, but it's significant. I mean, we're, we're no, we'll spoil it. Spoil it, fuck and yeah. And then it like, they like, just full zoom on his face. Yeah. It's and like, he's uh, like, 
Yeah. It's more like he he closes one eye. Like he like one, one yeah. eye harder. Don't, don't do it, Stein. No, no. <laughs> no, man. No, don't, don't do, do it, man. Don't, no. But, but for his character and for what they did leading up to that moment, I, I applaud the show because they, for what few moments, unless it's tomorrow, that were strong. They did play. There were some awesome character moments early on in the show where they did kind of go into um, Jax's backstory mm-hmm. where he didn't have a father. And Stein and, being the yeah, one. Yeah, he went back in time and he met his father before he died and um, Professor Stein was there to comfort him. Mm-hmm. So leading up to that, in this moment, like the whole episode's in the crossover we're basically about you know Stein's on the way out we've been talking about that in the Legends of Tomorrow reviews um, and we thought he was just gonna you know find the cure for Firestorm suddenly he's the only Firestorm mm-hmm. and Stein just bounced but the twist of hey I know you're leaving but it's not just that you know I, I care more about the fact that I'm losing my father figure than I'm losing my ability to become a superhero mm-hmm. and like the banter was hilarious with like the Spider-Man references and Mr. Yeah. like super sticky man he's <laughs> like you will be able to stick right on a thing <laughs> just stick right on <laughs> Like that made well, me laugh. Talk, talk, talk to the, Cisco the spectacular, about the, the spectacular sticky man. Yeah, spectacular sticky. Trying to make him Spider Man, <laughs> and then you know if they had that emotional kind of moment of like they've been oh, doing that a lot lately, dropping Marvel yeah. references. A lot. I think they know where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> but then they have like that heartbreaking scene before his death of like you know like you've been like a son to me. And I I've, I'm sorry that I didn't acknowledge that until now. Like it. As a man who doesn't ha- didn't have a father figure growing up, that resonated with me. As so, a girl who didn't have a father figure, and the thing is at that moment, I saw what they're trying to do. It's just the thing is that it's the to those two people are the core of the plot line, and one cannot act for shit. I'm sorry, it does pull me out. But of I the wasn't. Moment. But I wasn't sad. I, I mean, I was sad for Jax, but what got me in that scene? I didn't cry again. But what got me in that scene? was Stein. Because Stein is a great actor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how he was playing it is where I felt the emotion. So you so, focused on Stein instead of Jax. I focused on Stein. Jax is a shitty actor. Yeah. Because, because since he's a bad actor, it's kind of like um Bella or Belle in Twilight. Like I put myself in his position. Wow. So I didn't care about him crying. I it can't, was me crying on the inside. I can't comment. I've never seen Twilight. Never? Really? You? I saw like the last half hour of the first movie, I think. It happened to catch it on HBO. I was like, this is trash. What about you, Jordan? <laughs> it's trash. It's How all many trash. movies did you watch? All of them. <laughs> yeah. All of them. So I had a girlfriend I, I, at the like, time, okay? So, but, I mean, as soon as I found out they're vampires, because I love vampires, but then as soon as I found out they- That Twilight like, That's is what got me into Buffy. Like, the yeah. title had Buffy mm-hmm. the Vampire Slayer. Vampire. Yeah. So, but vampire. then I found out they sparkle and all that shit. I was yeah. like, what the fuck? I'm not watching this but shit. But yeah, they're super strong and super fast. I don't give a damn. I don't care. It's kind of cool. No. no. <laughs> I tried to find the good in that, that whole franchise. There's nothing in there. There is one thing. The end. If you- have energy to find goodness in Twilight Saga. Maybe you should use the energy in Coco. I did. I told you what I liked. <laughs> use it harder. I give Coco a way higher rate than I give Twilight. <laughs> but anyway, Stein's death for me was not only emotional, but impressive that they went out of their way to do that in a crossover event. I didn't think it would kill Stein at all. So the fact that they well, had, had that the fake out moment uh-huh. where like he gets shot first. And it's like, yes, oh my God, crawling. he's dead. Oh no, he's alive. Of course he's alive. Yeah. And it's like, we can't save him. What? With the with the machine that can literally cure death, basically? It's like, no, no, no they, we can't save him. No, remember what they did. Like, they he was said already dead, he was but then already Jax dead. somehow, you know, like, it was Jax's life. It's, it's bullshit. They've, they've healed fatal wounds in that shit before. No, apparently, St- 
Sai was already dead. Technically, he should have been dead, but thanks yeah, to Jax, Yeah, they say there's no connected. reason he should be alive right yes. now. Yeah. So then, and then like having Jax be the one to basically help him die. Oh, oh. But that's just one part of this crossover. But I do like overall how different characters got different moments to shine in this crossover as opposed to the first one. I really like the humor throughout it. Um, I felt like they did slow down by the third episode because they kind of they kind of went with the concentration camp motive of like Nazis and all that crap. But like they didn't lean hard enough. See, I fact, like that. You when like they that went, when they went to Earth X. I wanted to see more but of they that. Didn't, but that's it. They didn't lean into the Nazism of it all. Like they did. They, I felt like that world was like the PC version of what Nazis are. Oh, it's CW. <laughs> I know, but like if you're gonna, <laughs> yeah, do if you're it, gonna do it, do it. Then why? Yeah, why not do it? At least like show me how ruthless they are. But I didn't get that idea. The most because they kind of because they kind of teased some of it. Where Kara was like, "Well, evil Kara, Uber girl, Over girl, whatever yeah, fuck her name Uber is." Girl. She was like, "You're everything we want to be. You're you're white. You're blonde. All that yeah. stuff." But they didn't really show that in the Nazi world. No. They didn't spend enough time there or with the characters. Like even, um, what was it? I mean, like yeah, like the, the most ruthless, ruthless they seen was in the very beginning of the first episode when they killed my man Jimmy Olsen as like the, the Captain oh, American Patriot. Black, black black people, people can't get no love. Like, they got done so wrong in this crossover. <laughs> Macabre, Diggle, Diggle. Wally. Jax, yeah. Wally. Diggle. At the very end. Diggle yeah, was, was barely in it. <laughs> Yeah, he was just thrown in there at the end as a joke. It was like, man, CW does not care about black people at all. <laughs> the Wally did have one where's moment. Con, where's Kanye? Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> but I mean, so overall, I, I enjoyed it. And for it being a TV show crossover slash movie, I thought they, they really went for it with some of the effects. Even though they went too far in some cases. But like the fact that they did have that big red tornado like um, action sequence the fact that they did have that kind of looked like the lowest lane red tornado from earth 2 so I was like where's Valzad yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they redeemed red tornado they redeemed Metallo from Supergirl they did a little bit better I mean there was no big twist of like showing Superman which I really wanted or Martian Manhunter yeah cause they mentioned him a, c- a couple they times him, I'm like but where is he the reverse Give flash fights Superman? him yeah that sounds awesome I want to see that this. yes <laughs> And even that, like some of this that they brought back, like Reverse Flash. He's, like, he's your, not your cousin. Yeah, I know your cousin. <laughs> we fought once. We fought once in the future. I'm faster. He's, he's fast, but I'm faster. Yeah, but not fast enough apparently because there are many so many times Reverse Flash had the opportunity to kill everybody in the room in this fucking crossover, but didn't. <laughs> like, there's so many times that he, like in the one scene toward the end where um, uh, Dark Arrow or Dark Archer, wherever he is, has a drop on Adam and Felicity. But yet, when Reverse Flash comes, he grabs Dark Archer and he grabs Uber Girl, but, but just ignores everybody else. Just doesn't slit everybody's throat. <laughs> like, it'd be so easy. But or even the same whatever. thing, like the fight between. I felt like there should have been no fight between Zoom. I mean, not Zoom. Reverse between Flash. Reverse Flash and the Flash, because the Flash is faster than him now. Why? He's faster than he's ever been. That is so. Like you think about the first season. Uh, I wa- I want to keep calling him Zoom because that's who he in was the in the comics. Movie, yeah. yeah, but Reverse Flash was way faster than Barry in the first season. But then he's he was he's not as fast as Savitar. Barry is now faster than Savitar. He's the faster than he's ever been. Fastest he's ever been. But yet Reverse Flash, they're still they were like on par I feel with like each they other. Should be comparable though, because. By the time they go back in time in the future, so like I guess if Barry's like thirty something, like late thirties, like if like they're they're comparable in speed. So like no matter how fast Barry gets, Reverse Flash but at the end of his timeline should be almost as fast as him. You know what I'm saying? He's way faster than Year One Barry, but 
the mature Barry Allen, they're comparable. I think Flash is a little bit faster. I think even Eobar says that at one point in the show. But they're still like, they're matchable. That and he, is, he is faster than him by the end of the episode. You, you see that. He did that, beat him. That Eobar is from season one Eobar? I thought he died. Like, I, who is he? <sighs> he's, that is, he's that is that's season, season one, one Eobar. Eobar. How? He, they kind of teased it because he's like, I thought we watched you die. He's like, time travel, Barry. It's confusing. Blah, blah, blah. That's that, all they that, said. There was yeah. plot hole right That's the there. whole reason. That's no, not a plot blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's not a plot hole. That's reverse flash. He is a plot hole. <laughs> yeah, but, but it's kind of like the comics. He dies plenty. Of t- he, he dies a lot in the comics, yeah. but he always comes back. Like they don't. They, they need to explain how he got to Earth. How and why? He yeah. Was how to did Earth he get X. to Earth X? Why did he go to Earth X? How does that do it correlate to him? I don't know. Yeah. Because it feels so that's like a, that's a lot of things. Like they did didn't they explain. Even, did they even go to that Earth to? Um, and that's another like take thing. Take it over, like, or just to get the heart from Supergirl. And even then, that's another thing where it's like, if Earth X is supposed to be an unknown Earth because nobody ever went to it, how the fuck does Harry know about it? There is actually a fifty third. Yeah, Earth how do you know that nobody ever went to? Well, but I know everything. See? But I know everything about it because I'm gonna. I have to give the exposition. It's <laughs> <laughs> facts. <laughs> but yeah, so more impassable for me. I mean, if you want to just keep talking about different moments that we liked. No, you're shaking your head. I think I think you would be more like on board with this crossover because Olicity, even though it's Barry and Iris' it's wedding, up. they take over. Exactly, and I did not like that. I'm like, why did you do... It's just rude in general to do You're talking do about that. the last moment? Yeah, it's the last moment. That's just rude. So rude. Yeah, they, 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 kidnapped, they kidnapped Diggle to give the vows to Barry and Iris. Because, you know, after the wedding's crash, we're like, we're not going to have another wedding. Fuck that. Like, let's just do it. Let's just give our vows and be done with it. So they have Diggle do it. Mm-hmm. But then right as they say, they're, they're beautiful little, like, vows to each other. Mm-hmm. Right before Diggle says, and now you may kiss the bride. Felicity goes, wait, 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 wait. Can you marry us too? <laughs> it's like Oliver's like, what? bitch, what? And like, Iris, I, I would be mad if Iris was like, are you mm-hmm. serious? Yeah, I mean, it's like, are you, like, how rude is that? That's like, really rude. Like, I didn't like that. Yeah, Alyssa straight up steals the thunder of Barry and Iris' wedding. That's just... Eh, I didn't what? like it. No, if no, you do that on like my it, wedding, I, I will murder no, you. I, shut the fuck up. Let me finish. <laughs> I didn't like that either, but for the sake of what happened in the beginning, I didn't mind it as much because it flipped with uh, Prometheus said, where he said uh, one wedding, two funerals. Then it ended up being two weddings, one funeral. Mm. So that's the only what? reason why I was like, eh. Even then, don't do that to someone. You do that at my wedding, Michael, I'm gonna eh. kill you. Eh. <laughs> I will. I'll be like, <laughs> like right before you say I do. It's like, actually, wait, can you marry like, me? To- <laughs> yeah, actually, Jamie, somebody in your family looks kind of hot. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> you, Michael. Is this not even about you guys anymore? Yeah. It's like, they literally had to sit there and wait, even though I really liked Oliver's speech to Felicity. That was about really making cute. her making him a better, you me human, a better being. human being. Oh. Yeah, that was really nice. But like, can you imagine Iris and Barry just watching him? Like, are you fucking serious right now? <laughs> but we didn't we didn't talk about this. But funny enough, the writers did a course correction of something that people had a criticism of the last previous season, what? where they made Tommy into what is his name? Prometheus? Not Prometheus. Yeah, mm-hmm. Prometheus. Yeah, Prometheus. Where, because because a lot of people say it should have been Tommy, so it was Tommy in Earth, <laughs> X. but in Earth Earth X, it was Tommy. So yeah. I like that. I did like oh, that too. I did like that. I think the, the action scenes, for the most part, were all important. Granted, the I like choreography. I, like, granted, was, I, I did like Adrian Chase, but still, people were like it should have been Tommy. Yeah, I like Adrian Chase too. 
but it would be even more dark if it was Tommy. Same same exact story, but just Tommy, that would be messed up. Especially like, by the time they get to the boat scene by the end. Don't oh, so even look at him! <laughs> but yeah, that whole, like, even the intro, I was down from the very beginning. Yeah, the intro I liked. The dope fight between um, uh, what Jimmy I'm at and... The opening no, credits. I know too, but yeah. just, just that fight to begin with. Then segue into like that op- like that poppy, I don't know what the song was, but I like that. Are we going to the wedding? They're yeah. fighting for their life. Shut up, bitch. That's, that's very comic booky. Like, they have Ar- I Flash fighting King Shark, Arrow fighting ninjas, Supergirl fights the Dominator. Like, Although, so I will say, year. like, like, oh, she so fought the Dominator and then she just left. I'm like, you're, just, you're not gonna take it to the DEO, bro. <laughs> yeah, they took a page out of Justice League Ooh. with Batman and, that, yeah. and that burglar. And the burglar. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? You know, the thing. You know, the thing could wake up, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh, she's gone. <laughs> My point being, like, I just don't like Nazis being used as villains. I feel like it's way too overplayed. It's just. My issue more so than just it being overplayed though is that they felt like like Michael was saying there's no threat. Like by the time I get into the third act, I'm like, there's not enough superhero doppelgangers for me to feel like this should be a final battle because it ended up being Supergirl, Arrow, and Flash versus their doppelgangers. Mm -hmm. But then it's like you know Citizen Steel, the Vixenses, Killer Frost, all these superpower people versus dudes with guns. Granted, dudes with bad ideas and guns, but still dudes with guns. So I was like. How is this a fight? You fought aliens last time in one. I don't. I'm not gonna believe that you can't I beat you with guns. Somehow our evil arrow took down. You know how many of the metahumans? I mean, he's arrow. Yes. But when yeah, it comes like down he's the to, Batman of this universe. Yeah, and he's played by a lot. Although in this I will say, I was when he had a kryptonite arrow. I was like, where the fuck did he get that from? I don't understand. You he's know, never oh, been oh to another God, earth. He's me. never been to another earth besides Earth X. Well, what's his face said that there's a Krypton in this world too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I'm assuming since we've never seen a Kara before, yeah. and because I'm if if Kara, if Superman and Kara were in, because the, they say he they are on this Earth, mm-hmm. but I'm assuming if they were, they would know about them. So I'm assuming on the main Earth. Krypton still exists. It never blew up, so they're still on Krypton. Hey man, it's Batman. He found a way. <laughs> so I'm like, where did he get Krypton? I remember that moment um, with the super speed, where like Supergirl and Flash gets to the location instantly. Mm, yeah. And he's and like, like, for, the, for the record, <laughs> super hey. speed. I don't have it. <laughs> they like, they're like, because like, yeah. they get there first, and they're just like. Huh. <laughs> All right, Oliver. Where the fuck are you? <laughs> even that though it was like a like a three second wait. I'm like, even that was fast for him. <laughs> Two questions. One, if I am shooting, let's say Jordan, you're Superman. Okay. You wish. Um, oh wow. I shoot fuck a. You. <laughs> I shoot an arrow, mm-hmm. and the arrow tip is kryptonite. Mm-hmm. As it's getting close to you, shouldn't it affect you? Like in the general area. In general area. Yeah, it's that's another thing, you, right? Oh, yeah. And the, my. Question two. Once again, let's say you're Superman. I put you under red sunlight, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm a Supergirl, let's say, right? Mm-hmm. And you're laying that you're laying on the bed under that red sunlight, and I get close oh, to you. Shouldn't that affect me too? I mean, but they both had to go into surgery, so shouldn't they have both been bathed in red radiation? But you, you, you saw how Ubergirl acted, like she act like it didn't affect her at all like usually when they get anywhere near red light red sunlight they go uh and they wobble did she wobble no well it doesn't no that's no, red, that's yeah, red, the red sun doesn't like make them physically weak it, it just, just takes away human. their power yeah it's makes human like if you want to nail down plot holes there are a lot so you can I'm you, gonna you say, cause there, yeah, cause there was a moment <laughs> not only did she get stabbed by kryptonite 
Cause she caught it yeah. like she, she like, should have been dead. Yeah. <laughs> and then there was another moment where he tried to shoot her again, and she just caught it. Yes. And she was she just held the uh-huh. shit like no. If it's near Superman or yeah. Supergirl, uh-huh. like even uh-huh. just like a small piece, that's that's enough to take them out. Yeah. She just held it. it was like no, bitch. Yeah. Especially sometimes, like it depends on like the writers, because sometimes like the, the veins will start having in their face, yes. and like oh, I'm dying. <laughs> <laughs> but that I don't know. Like I, I didn't mind. I, yeah, I like didn't, last I didn't season when go. she fought uh, the Daxamite chick, Monel's mother. Yeah, she had crypto, She had the kryptonite in her blood. In her blood just being near her. She's like, oh, oh. <laughs> so we, <laughs> but like, like, I don't know. A lot of the action scenes I really like. So like, coming from that scene when they had to save that building, mm-hmm. even though it's so three D and yeah, so cheap, CGI was. If they bad. just had a bigger budget, with the like, ideas there though. Yeah, with like arrow swinging through the. Yeah. I was like, this looks terrible. <laughs> but it was like a Spider-Man, Batman moment for him. I was like, yeah, get him, Arrow. <laughs> they just need a higher budget. That's all. Because the idea is there. Like the, and if it was a, if it looked good, if um, Ben Affleck's Batman did that same thing in Justice League, I'd be like, fuck yeah. <laughs> but but I, I do like seeing the three of them together because they're basically the trinity of this universe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Down for that. So I, I, there's more about this this crossover that I liked more than I which I'm still like they need to merge they need to merge Supergirl they need to merge that universe I thought they were gonna do I thought that was gonna be the point of this crossover like maybe like I thought the Earth X plot was gonna be they were gonna try and uh, fuse the Nazi world with our own world and it backfired but it ended up being a thing where Supergirl's world fused with our world granted I know it will kind of like put a huge wrench in a lot of the shows because now they gotta explain oh now they're aliens and Arrow and on because you know everybody knows about aliens on and Supergirl. Mm-hmm. I mean, so what? They already have metahumans. It's like it's like a small leap from that. Yeah. But how do you feel about like the new character, like the Ray and his homosexual relationship with Captain Cold? I like the Ray. I like the Ray too. I, I want to see more weird of the that he Ray. left though. I was going to say, why? Yeah, did that it? was weird. Yeah, not okay, not even weird. That was stupid. Yeah. Because he's from this Earth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his boyfriend isn't from this earth. Captain Cold. Yeah. Captain Cold, Snart, Leo. Yeah, Leo. <laughs> but yeah, he's like, even watching it again, he's like, All right, they're getting ready to go. And then he's like, actually, I'm going to stay here. And he's like, but I promise I'm going to come back to you. Okay. And he's like, okay, bye. I love you. Yeah, what? I love you. See you later. I can use some help in that Nazi world, bro. <laughs> yeah, it's, but it's like, <laughs> what the hell? That doesn't make any sense. He didn't try to fight. Like, even just a little scene, like, try to fight it or, you know, talk about it. It's just like... Or ask why. All right, mm-hmm. all right, I'm going to see you. Yeah, why? He doesn't have any connection to this world. No. We know who he is because, you know, it's our, it's it's basically the same actor. It's Wentworth Miller. Yeah. So this is him. Basically, it is the same actor. <laughs> yeah, this is him saying his final, because he that Instagram tweet was he's going to do his last couple scenes. So this is him doing his last scenes with like the legends and stuff like that. But in terms of the character itself, it makes no sense. Is he going to be on Legends tomorrow? I'm assuming so. Because that's where he, I mean, I doubt he's going to go back to the Flash. That, yeah. He had the most impact on Legends. He's a good guy. Because he even talked about like, breaking down Sarah's wall. He was like, oh, you're not, you're not going to do it. When he talked about Oliver, when he called him Ollie. Yeah. He was like, he's not, you're not going to be able to do that. He was like, I was actually talking about you. Yeah. Or even him talking to uh, Heatwave. I was about to call him Hellboy. No, <laughs> Hellboy. <laughs> Heatwave. Even his acting was terrible. <laughs> I mean, he's always got, yeah, like, right. I talk like this and I'm angry. <laughs> but I mean, I like this. I, even um, the moments between Alex and Sarah, those were hilarious. And the fact yeah. that it kept coming back throughout the crossover, them having like a one night stand. And the fact that in that party, she, I, she's I, such a prude. I've never had a one night stand oh before. But it was just so funny that Sarah, like as soon as Sarah walked up, it was like, so uh, 
What's up? You you drinking? Oh yeah! As soon as I started drink, <laughs> as soon as I started drinking, I was like, they showed them on screen. I was like, they're gonna fuck. I'm like, Sarah, you predator. It's <laughs> <laughs> my weakness. She's like a yeah. cheetah with a prowl. Yeah, I was times. like, I was like, they're gonna fuck. And then even with Captain Cole, when I saw Captain Cole from Earth X, I was like, he's gay in this universe. What made you think that? I tweeted it. I was like, because I was like, hey, I predicted. I was like, I have a feeling that he's gonna be gay in this universe with the ray. With the ray, yeah. Wait, I mean, he's gay in real life, right? Yeah, he's gay. That's why I said. I yeah. was like, hmm, actually, he's probably going to be gay in this universe. Yeah. Michael, gonna... I have a question. Being gay makes you a happier person, obviously. <laughs> what do you... Alex is lesbian and Sarah is bisexual, right? Yes. Yeah. But I feel like in a lot of TV shows, it's a trope where you put like a single people who are not heterosexual. If they're in anywhere near each other, they end up like hooking up. Is that a, is, isn't that a trope? It is. Yeah. I mean, same thing with... Is that right? Black people. If there's yeah, like two black right? characters, they usually end up together. Is that right? What do you mean? Is it right in the show? I think it, it's very much I mean, in character, I, I, though. But they but they also do it because, for the most part, it's only them. So... Who else are they going to hook up with? Yeah, who else are they going to hook up with? But I think they're in this like, case... They're like the token, they're like the one, the token gay character, and you introduce mm-hmm. another gay character, so let's hook up. Yeah. But I mean, this guy, I think it's very much within character, at least really? for Sarah. That's why as soon as well, she like she, she walked by and started giving Alex the eye, it's like, oh shit. Yeah, Sarah, yeah for Sarah, so Sarah makes it even like even like uh, Rory kind of he uh, alluded to it there. He was like, you hit that. You hit that. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but yes, <laughs> of course I did. <laughs> but yeah, so that's uh, overall thoughts. Anything else you want to add? I need more gay kissing between the Ray and Captain Cole. Well, that's not going to happen now. He's oh, gone. Yeah, definitely, yeah, he's gone. <laughs> I mean, it is better than Justice League, but once again, the bar wasn't that high is what I want to say because while we're talking about this, I found something interesting. There's a whole chart of superhero movies, and it's ranked based on lifetime gross and theaters, right? Okay. Justice League is on... <laughs> 37. It's below Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie that came out in 2014. The first one? Yeah. <laughs> What's it above? Batman Forever. What? <laughs> you about box office? Yeah. Batman Forever, Thor, uh, opening weekend. No, Lifetime. It's a Lifetime gross. Like, it goes just to... Mentioned the rank from one. So first Avengers, The Dark Knight, Age of Ultron, Dark Knight Rises, Wonder Woman, Iron Man 3, Civil War, Spider-Man. Listen to this. Like, as I'm saying all the movies, the only movie that I mentioned from DCU is Wonder Woman. Yeah. It goes down and I guess BBS is on number 15. And 16 is <laughs> so Suicide Squad. That's when DCEU still had goodwill, though. <laughs> like People were still like, oh, man, this universe is going to be great. Oh, man, that movie was horrible. I'm just letting you know, Justice League is on 37. Below Spider-Man 2. Amazing Spider-Man 2. Superman Returns. Oh, Jesus. Ninja Turtles. Big Hero 6. X-Men 2. Batman Begins. Oh, my God. It's below Thor The Dark World. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> Better reboot that it's shit. Below, <laughs> it's below Hancock. Damn. I mean, people keep saying that like they need to reboot, but at the same time, it's like you have an issue. You like you can't reboot it because what do you do about Wonder Woman? You can't do anything. 
And on top of that, we we don't know what Aquaman is going to do. Aquaman could kill it at the box office and with critics. What? Not just box office, but it could kill it with critics as well. So if that do you hits, really believe that? I don't. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I'm asking you. Uh, what do you think, Mister Prediction Head? <laughs> I trust. I I trust James Wan. Okay. Like I like a lot of things he's done. But do you think Aquaman as a character and you have to factor in what the audience and belief if, of the DCEU is at that point? You know what I'm saying? Like the reason Justice League didn't open high is not based on Justice League itself, but based on one, the, the critic score, score, but also, yeah, the, the, how people have felt by all the DCEU movies before that. But also with that, a lot of even with the even with the scores or the reviews, a lot of people say they liked Aquaman. So he wasn't one of the issues. Kind of like the same thing with BVS. Well, BVS got trashed, but people said the one good thing about the movie was Wonder Woman. So it could be the same thing. Could be. I don't think it's the same in terms of like who people walked out like, I love Wonder Woman. People were like, yeah, Aquaman's pretty cool. Like, you know what I mean? It's not the same yeah, level of like... They never, and, and that's the thing. Like They never had a moment where they showcased who why Aquaman is on this team. They just need one shark eating a parademon scene. Like, what the fuck? Oh, and speaking Speak of Justice up, League, did you want to talk about what oh, has been cut out? Well, a lot of it was what we are. I talked about yeah. in the last podcast that I thought were rumors, but turns out a lot of that is true. There were supposed to be two Green Lanterns, Green like Lanterns. like Tomar. It was supposed to be Tomar Ray and Kilowog. Mm-hmm. Wait, when did this happen? When did this come up? <laughs> they, they released. Um, there was actually a, an original cut that Zack Snyder submitted. People would seen it and they confirmed what was in the movie. And one of the things was also Dark Side. Dark Side, well, you see Dark Side. There was a whole third act that was different, where by the end Superman gets flat. Like um, Steppenwolf tries to convince Superman to join him, mm-hmm. and he gets flashes of that nightmare universe that Including was in the BBS. Dark and Dark Side's there. Mm-hmm. Like what? <laughs> Why would you cut that out? <laughs> you also see the side part. Now remember, because where- it was supposed to be a part one and part two. Dark Side was supposed to be in part two. Still show it. Like Stephen Don't Wolf, name drop him and not show him. Like, what is it? Stephen was talking to the box because apparently the mm. box actually it is, is his mother. It is literally his mother. The box. It should. He should have been talking to Granny Goodness. Exactly. I forgot what the mother's name was. Um, I've never hell, heard of it. it, it it's, it's one. It's the goddess name, wasn't it? It sounded really familiar. I don't. I don't. I hadn't heard of that name from a new god, but I'm also not well versed in all the new gods. But it just seems like if it's not Granny, it wasn't Granny Goodness. Mm-mm. So it's like. Why would they change the mother box origin to literally be a mother in a box? You know what I mean? Like they, it's like it's like someone didn't read comics. They're just like, what's it called, mother box? So his mother's in the box. Like no, wait. <laughs> nobody says that literal. <laughs> like oh my god, but yeah, just the fact that Green Lantern stuff was real. Yeah, like it was just gonna bad. be Kilowog and Tomar Ray mm-hmm. showing up to Dude. warn Batman about like it was the dark side. Like- and then Tomar Ray apologizing to Superman. My bad about Krypton, bro. That was on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> my bad, dog. <laughs> it was more like, because uh, what was the cut? I think the cut scene was described as like Bruce sleeping at his lake house. He wakes up because of the green light. Mm-hmm. He wakes up. He fucking wakes up. He sees them. Meaning we could have seen Green Lantern. Did mm-hmm. we? No. And no. it's just it's like those things... Those things that were originally part of Zack Snyder's vision, like it, it connects those movies in a way that, we that it would feel more like they were. There's more continuity between movies because, like, one of my biggest issues with Justice League is like it feels completely different tonally, mm-hmm. visually, and even with the plot structure than BVS or uh-huh. Man of Steel or anything. Like Victor losing the mom, like Victor getting oh yeah, there was, yeah, there's literally the car, scenes yeah. showing the car accident that you know Victor lost out. his mother. 
like the the, the characterization of Victor and um, uh, what you call it, his father never going to uh-huh. his football games. Um, what else was there? Um, it also got cut out that Superman was supposed to come to Alfred and getting the suit. Yeah, that's actually in the trailer. Like you know, but all those things were in there, and these took him out. Took him out oh yeah, one. wait, wait. Um, Alfred making jokes about um the Justice League. Because Alfred was never with Justice League in the Batcave. No, it's Jim Gordon. Was it? Oh, oh, Jim Gordon. Like, it was a scene where Jim Gordon was, like, talking to Cyborg and Wonder Woman and making jokes mm. or whatever, but... No. Just so many things that would have made that movie feel more complete, and it's like, that's, that was all real. It was all real. <laughs> Every single thing I, I mentioned, basically. <sighs> what a fucking waste. <laughs> so surprisingly, the revival was the same. I didn't, I didn't think that was the same in the original cut but same thing mother box and doomsday juice that <laughs> that revives something, something about cyborg was supposed to die yes and yeah, cyborg, i heard about that he actually when his leg got ripped off joss whedon changed that yeah which i'm actually glad yeah, yeah. kill the, the black one, guy well yeah what? the one black guy yeah <laughs> i would have been so fucking mad are you fucking serious <laughs> apparently he was supposed to have like some part of codex in him too yeah that was how superman got revived because he had the codex from mm-hmm. man of steel as part of his system because of the mother box technology or how I don't I don't know whatever I, I'm not saying it would have been a better movie but it would have felt like a more complete, complete movie you know what I mean I probably still have problems with it just for different reasons but mm-hmm. we'll never know maybe we'll see that in the extended edition right maybe <laughs> Infinity War woo but in Justice League <laughs> but talking about Superman they want to segue to the Superman of anime Yes. All right, let's talk about One Punch Man with anime with, with Jamie. Jamie. All Might? No. <laughs> that was going to be my question. Who would win? Who would win? One Punch Man. You're right. <laughs> Wait, that was... I think there's no debate. You're just like, you're right. <laughs> Moving on. Anyways. So, One Punch Man. I, I'll say it right now, just to, to book in, or just to preface... One Punch Man is a broken character. In the way that, oh, absolutely. In the way that Superman is a broken character where he just has ridiculous feats because mm-hmm. the writing in comics is bullshit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he pulled the sun once and he can like he can fly across the, the cosmos in he two seconds. He sneezes, the earth stops. He sneezes the galaxies away. Like it's all ridiculous. But like One Punch Man, I think, is one of the few characters in in a I don't know, narrative history mm-hmm. that can defeat someone like Superman because he's built as a parody of a character mm-hmm. like Superman. And his whole shtick is that he can defeat almost anything with one punch. I mean, not necessarily, like punch, yeah, not necessarily maybe a single punch, but he's so power. His power is meant to be broken in mm-hmm. a way that he can defeat anyone. So if, if Superman, and one punch man were ever to fight because one punch man is built to be unbeatable, he's going to beat everybody. He has to, the whole point of him is to beat someone like mm-hmm. Superman. He still can't beat Goku. Yes, he can. <laughs> Goku, <laughs> Goku will find a way. No, oh, no, he's no, so powerful. No, no, he can destroy no, no. galaxies. Saitama will make a hole in Goku's head. I'm waiting for the the end of One Punch Man when he fights God. Goku, that's where it's, oh, it's going to yeah. go. He's going to fight God figure to. Goku will go ultra super instinct. <laughs> and he will still lose. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he lost. What was her name? Who, he didn't lose. No, he didn't lose. I mean, and could he didn't lose? I'll be raging right now. <laughs> Don't bring that up. Khalifa sucks. Khalifa. Anyways, we are Khalifa. Kefla. 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 Oh, Kefla. Where's Khalifa? I'm like, what? Is her name Khalifa? Kale and Khalifa combined make Kefla. Kefla. 
Yeah, it's stupid. Anyway, yeah, One Punch Man. Today we are talking about One Punch Man. The rating so far is 8.8 out of 10 on myanimalist.net. 4.9 out of 5 on Hulu. 8.2 out of 10 on TV.com. And according to Google users, 96% of people liked this TV show. Of course. <laughs> um, it also was produced by Madhouse. And for the ones who doesn't know the Madhouse production, they also made, um, let's mention things that you guys would know. Trigon, Black Lagoon, Death Note, Wolf, Ch- Wolf Children, and... Anyways, no one's listening. No, I don't no. know any of those things. Trigon, Wolf Children. Guys, do you don't oh, Trigon? know? Any- I don't, yeah, Trigon. I don't know. I don't oh, know. Any Trigon. Th- no, Trigon. I'm oh, the Trigon. anime noob, so I don't know any of this stuff. I know Trigon. Yeah. So, um, was well, but also it's been rumored that Mad Madhouse, who produced the first season of One Punch Man, is not going to produce season two. So there has been a little rumor about it. But oh, today, no. yeah. But today we are focusing on the season one of One Punch Man. And also, right now, so far, there are total 12 episodes and 6 OVA released from June 14th of 2012 to the present day. One Punch Man actually originally was a webcomic web, web uh, created by the fan of the writer uh, named One. And that's why if you look at the comic book, originally mm. it was very loosely drawn it was literally a webcomic yeah which is crazy roughly yeah it was roughly drawn and everything and um eventually the story is about a hero called saitama an extremely overpowered superhero who has grown bored by the absence of challenge in his fight against evil and seeks to fight a worthy opponent and it literally is about that because every episode he will have different villains and it always, without a doubt, he always wins. He will always have the last final blow of a punch. They die. They explode or they die. There's a moment of doubt by the end. Did you really have a doubt? For a second. <laughs> For a really hot second. A <laughs> it's like, oh shit, he's Super Saiyan 3. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we'll get to that eventually right now. Um, What makes... um. In my opinion, what makes One Punch Man really effective is um, how this anime really plays a trope right. They will literally go for every single trope of the shonen superhero genre, mm. and they play it right. And instead of um, shonen's trope of you know him trying to be the best, he is already the best, so that yeah. we get to actually explore explore the different premise of what a superhero's struggle can be he's bored yeah it's like superman he's already the strongest so like what's what, what's the character drama and his drama is his it's like the daily toil of everyday life it's just mm-hmm. like you gotta do laundry gotta do grocery store gotta i'm watching tv nothing sale. on tv yeah and the thing is that even if he him saitama feels the battles boring as an audience, we never feel that battles are boring because the way it's drawn, the voice acting, and the character designs are very entertaining. It's the animation. Absolutely beautiful. And somehow, some of the heroes and villains are actually kind of ridiculous looking too. Like, remember, yeah, but it's like anime. <laughs> remember the guy? Crabalante. Remember the guy whose chin looks like balls? Yes. Balls, testicles. Uh, yeah. Yes, that needed like he need, Yes. Anyways, but a lot of good designs. A lot of um. Animation, like out of, I've never seen an anime that had this quality of action animation than this. It, it's it's the what's what's the word? 
dynamic the way the camera moves it's it's a combination mm. of like it's just bombastic how like the color like kind of mixes together yeah how things like blurs and phase and shifts yeah the the visualization of speed and power in the show is mm-hmm. like it's like top notch absolutely like they, they in the, by the end when they do like their full-on dragon ball z parody in the final battle of the first season like oh. the way they animate high-speed combatants flying and cl- clashing mm-hmm. in the air is like what Dragon Ball Z or Super wishes it could do. <laughs> like talk- it wishes it was like that amazing looking. <laughs> You're talking about the battle between um against the Garo. Boros. Boros? Boros. Was it Boros or Gar Boros? No, Boros. Was it Boros? No, because Bor- Boros is the uh the Boros, alien that the like, alien that looks like who's like super selfish, yeah. Yeah. And then they eventually fight the whole city gets destroyed from what I remember. Yeah, oh, yeah. The whole sea city was gone. Like the, the, that arc opens with uh, there's some kind of like interplanetary like thing moving toward us. Mm-hmm. Where is it? It's outside. Boom! Ah! Like basically, they destroy half the city yeah. in like one explosion. And like so the heroes are like, oh shit, what is that? And it's like a full on alien mm-hmm. invasion, like Thanos. It's kind of like yes. Thanos, who is a Super Saiyan three character <laughs> invading and now, the earth. The only reason why Saitama comes out and joins the battle is because it was too loud. Yes. He was too loud. He's like, what's going on? I'm going to check it out. And he comes out and then he battles. He single-handedly like, runs into the mothership, destroys yes. all its defenses, yes. and then fights the, the big bad and, and wins. <laughs> I mean, I think that's the glimpse. Because every once in a while, we see Saitama's eyes change Like in general. His face change? Very, yeah. yeah. He's very bland-looking, bald guy with empty eyes and just slightly open mouth. Mm-hmm. Um, it but makes every, him look very goofy. Mm-hmm. But every once in a while, when he is in the mood for fighting, his eyes will shift, and I really like the design change. It's not his eyes; his whole the face, whole face becomes structure. like like it's like the artist wakes up and puts detail oh, on. All right, like, oh, all right, it's this is anime, <laughs> okay. And he had whenever he has a moment, then as an audience, we have a you know glimpse of hope, thinking maybe Saitama will get to enjoy fighting. Oh no! Well, even from the first episode, how they show his day-to-day life and how mm. in the very first five minutes he defeats what is like a piccolo clone, oh yes which is hilarious <laughs> it's the constant setup of expectation of like in a normal anime this would be your villain yes. this is his dark backstory and then you'd have a clash but because everything's so easy you have all that set up it's kind of like what punisher max did where it sets amazing villains mm-hmm. but then it has the protagonist just mow through them yes. to show you how powerful the mm-hmm. protagonist is versus the villains so he defeats Vaccine Man, no problems. Goes through the anime, just fighting, like the episode fighting random thugs. And then by the end, what feel, because at that point you're like, okay, so this whole anime is about him being the best. Like, that's not, that's not a show. How do you need a whole show of guys just destroying everybody he comes across? And then by the end, you find out there's something called subterranean people. Mm-hmm. And they destroy, like, what is it? Like two thirds of the population yes. of the world overnight. And like, they literally attack him while he's like in bed. Mm-hmm. And then he fight like, just one punch from one of the subterranean uh, subterranean men, oh, like knocks him through yes. like a couple buildings. He's bloody. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh, this is the fight. This oh, is, this is what I've been waiting yeah, for. Yeah, this is actually what this show's gonna be about. And like now, a person who is basically Superman is now fighting people mm-hmm. that are on his level, like invaders, basically. Mm-hmm. He's fighting like like they yes. range from the size of like a normal man to like a colossal scraper yeah. yeah like a giant and like he's struggling but he's fighting back and like through the entire he's fight smiling too he's, he starts like, he starts in his mind go like 
this is what I've been missing. Mm-hmm. This is exactly what I've been this wanting. Real this is what the like, feeling of a real fight is mm-hmm. like. And then like the giant subterranean king comes out yes. and it's like, this is the boss battle, bitch. Let's go. Ah! And just as he jumps off to go attack that giant king, his alarm he, goes off. He wakes yeah. up. <laughs> he wakes up. Ah! And like that in itself is what the entire anime is. It's like constantly, it, it's the setup and the execution of what it feels like would be the end climax of any other anime or show. But then the rug gets pulled out from underneath you and it's like, no, we're going to subvert your expectations and it's it's not really going to be about that giant fight, but really about how he copes with everyday life after those giant fights. And it's like, thing, what? And the thing <laughs> is that as repetitive as it could get, it's never ceased to entertain you. No, because it follows the characters mm-hmm. and it's about the character drama and, his, and how he interacts with the other, the other superheroes or his friends like Genos. Genos. Genos? Genos? How do you pronounce it? Genos. Genos? Yeah, and Xenos, he would be the main character in any other yeah, anime. Yeah, because he's a handsome-looking guy. He's like the Sasuke type. Backstory. <laughs> yeah, tragic backstory. Mm-hmm. He's got uh, powers that are cool, interesting to watch. Mm-hmm. He's got special moves. Mm-hmm. He's got like um, uh, escalating power. So like when yes. he gets defeated, he gets upgraded. Yes. So he gets like kind of like Naruto, Dragon <laughs> Ball Z, whatever. Mm-hmm. He gets like ready for the next fight. And then you constantly think he's going to be the one to no. save the day. But he's always... Always gets destroyed at the very beginning of the battle. He's always yamcha Broken. Oh, shit, your arm. You did good, Ginos. Yeah. <laughs> we'll like, take ah. care from inside, though. Sensei. <laughs> oh, my God. But, yeah. This anime is... Um, I feel like we do recommend or we do review a lot of um, shonen. Because, yeah. let's be real, like... Still, even nowadays, the majority of the anime audience happens to be I mean, the males. Comics are shonen. You know what I mean? Like if you were to c- categorize what the general comic book audience is, it's mostly shonen. It's mostly shonen and, with, and shoujo too. Don't forget, you may some know some shoujo. But I'm saying most of it is shonen. You may know. You know, I get that. You know, shonen jump, right? Yeah, I'm not talking about that. I'm not talking about anime. I'm talking about comics, like American comics. Like this oh. whole superhero genre is like 95 yes, percent shonen. Yes. yes. So. Sadly, a lot of things that we review happens to be shonen, but the shonen that I've been like telling out the all the animes that I've been recommending right now is something that is has a little twist in it. Mm-hmm. Like even this, this is about superhero. This is about superhero beating villains, but this has a very unique twist of instead of focusing on him growing as a hero, we're actually seeing him developing as a character and mm-hmm. actually <laughs> him going through very mundane life. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Food War was definitely shonen, but in a completely different genre with way too much of fans. <laughs> they service. fight with food. <laughs> they do. Yeah. So, like, if anything, what I want to do in my corner is that I want to introduce you some animes that are more than Dragon Ball Super, basically. <laughs> Dragon Ball Super so basic. <laughs> Thank you. Now you know. Basic I've always known. <laughs> I still want to admit it to myself. I just got to drill it in your head. I got to drill into everybody's head. That How far Dragon- did you... I'm sorry. How far did you get One Punch Man? Uh, finished episode four. Four? Man, you he didn't. He has eight more, yeah. Yeah, you got white wings. It's fun, go. though. The whole time it's going to be fun, actually. Um, in One Punch Man 2, in a way, they do show what my hero does, too. Like, the industrialized side of being a superhero. Yes. It's the same kind of thing where it's like a world where They're being a superhero, yeah. yeah, you're registered. It's like it's like a job. Mm-hmm. It is a Which job. Which is a very Japanese culture. So it makes sense that that's how they would kind of portray superpowers in their in their world. A lot of jokes that they make in One Punch Man, um, it might not translate well because it does um, reflect a lot of culture. 
like salesman's daily life overworking mm. um i don't know if you have noticed like there's some jokes about like um low birth rate like those that. parts are actually like reflected on the show mm. some of the jokes we may not understand but some jokes we don't understand i mean it's a very funny anime mm. that's what like is very endearing about it like his amazing action sequences it has some very captivating characters but it's also it's generally funny like it's and some touching moments too some I yeah there, there are a few touching moments yeah yeah a couple oh my god yes movement rider thank you when movement rider has his like whole speech ah! oh my god and then he gets smacked <laughs> If you're interested, YouTube, uh, Movement Writer, My Hero Academia. Oh, yeah, it puts oh you say run God. on it. Oh, my God. So good. <laughs> it makes it even funnier when you get specialized. But, yeah, oh my, I just wanted to just gush about some of the moments in, in One Punch Man. Like, the. I know he hasn't seen it. You care? Spoilers? No. Okay. I'm still watching. Yeah, so, like. It's, I knew about all of fucking My Hero and I still went oh, and watched true. it. <laughs> but, yeah, for those who haven't seen One Punch Man, I'm just going to throw some spoilers now spoilers. So spoilers yeah blow your load but uh the the Gino, when Ginos and uh Saitama have their like little their exhibition Versus? match Woo! Woo! right it's yeah, like it's like the my hero moment yes yeah, one of the best like animated fights in the whole mm-hmm. show but like just the way they animate Saitama like effortlessly moving around Gino's repositioning himself mm-hmm. during a fight at one point he's like doing a little like run like a sprint away and he's like I can't even describe it. He's like, he's just running so funny yeah. looking. <laughs> or, so fast. Yeah. And then by the end where he's like, you're not fighting me seriously. You mm-hmm. need to fight me seriously. And he's like, okay. Okay. He makes one step forward, disappears, reappears right. in front of in him. In front of he him. He knows to swing, disappears again. And then he reappears behind him. And when he goes to punch him, it's like his fist is animated so huge. Huge and so fast. Yeah. He's moving and it's forward, like the words forward. death are on his fist. And gives the face is like, oh shit. shit. <laughs> and when it starts right in front of his face, all the aftershock behind Gino's. It changes his hairstyle. <laughs> his hair becomes like an updo. And then, and then the when he pans the around, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, he pans around. I was like, I, I wanted to have this fight because he's trying to test like why it is Saitama is so strong. Mm-hmm. And kind of spoilers, but the the reason Saitama gives is that he, he did a hundred push-ups, a yes. hundred sit-ups, and a hundred squats. <laughs> it's like every you day. You did every day for a year. Yes, and it was like that's that's that not how it works. <laughs> that's, that's not, not it. That's make any sense. That can't be it. So he's basically. Put, like fighting him to get a sense of like why he's as powerful it's to kind of test his limits but from that one punch he like kind of like, sometimes I was like all right we're done let's go have yeah. like, let's, go, no, let's no, go eat let's go no let's we gotta go grocery shopping yeah let's go. so he walks away and Gino's is like like i wanted to test his limits but there's no way i could ever get as strong as senpai yeah. and then the camera pans around uh-huh. and it shows like what the the wind that was punch did to ginos and it's like there's a giant the landscape it, it's like a i can't even describe how big the hole is but it's like a giant <laughs> hole in a mountain range yeah and then it was like it it's like divides the earth it's like holy that's the wind from his punch yeah not even trying no. <laughs> it's like holy shit this anime holy like shito. holy shit holy shit like i love oh my goodness all might but the things one punch man can Side do it's crazy it's beyond <laughs> It's or like, even by the end, the the Boros beyond fight. plus ultra, because <laughs> the whole Boros fight was straight up a parody of Dragon oh, Ball Z. That was good. He was basically Goku. He had forms that he kept transforming different things every time he would. And that's why I love One Punch Man's like um, subversion of expectations. Because as anime watchers, by that point, you've been trained 
like as, as a watcher of anime be like okay different forms mean he gets mm-hmm. stronger every time he would like like the first punch the time it does it breaks his armor mm-hmm. and he's like oh you broke my armor you've released my true power mm-hmm. and like, you know we're trained as anime fans to be like oh it mm-hmm. means he's even more powerful so Thomas still beats him then yeah. he's like oh well that's not my true form he transforms to pure energy mm-hmm. so Thomas still beats him <laughs> then to the point where he kicks the time to the fucking moon yes. <laughs> so I was like oh this is crazy okay hold my breath and then yeah. jump and he jumps right right back, to the- back <laughs> from the moon just jump straight back down like, how like holy shit so badass i'm not gonna spoil the very end of the fight but even that was just like wow it's, like this was a good fight and satan was like yeah it was he was like no it wasn't you had power to spare didn't you yeah. he's like oh you badass but based on the couple episodes that i did see do you think that the reason he's so powerful is because he's genetically enhanced because i know they kind of said oh the way i became super strong is i did 100 squats 100 push-ups no, i ran he wasn't but i don't necessarily think that's what actually like no, that might it. be no, what that, he that's thinks it. no that's, that's it, it. That's the whole point of his character. Like in another anime, there would be some amazing origin or like some crazy twist. twist as to why he's so strong. But that's not the point. One punch man. The point one punch man. One punch man is he's just that strong. So regular guy got incredibly strong. To be fair, he wanted to be strong to be good. Remember, yes. he's like, I'm gonna save the world. I'm gonna fight, fight the bad guys. And but it's interesting because like that's the most passionate you ever see Saitama in the yeah. whole history of the show is when it's that one flashback mm-hmm. where he fights his first villain ever oh, and he's a normal guy. That. Yeah. But it's because it, you, he has a smile on his face at points in that fight. Uh-huh. And it's because he was able to defeat that villain through hard work. But now everything's so easy for Punch. him that he's everything's frustrating. Mm-hmm. That's why I like the character. It's just, it's just a, such a... a flip on the head of what you would uh-huh. think a superhero would be but yeah it's no, there's, I don't think there's going to be a big twist it's no. like that's just where he gets his power it. and it's kind of like a big fuck you to things like Dragon Ball Z Naruto all those things are like all he's super powerful because he's special do. he's got XYZ demon inside of him or he's like the, the reincarnation of this person or he's like an alien from this planet it's like no, no. he just did sips and push ups and like that's the entire explanation <laughs> I Season two is coming out next year. Yeah. With different production. So that scares me. I don't know me. how it's going to look. That really scared me too. Yeah. Um, But the bottom line is that, once again, this is an ongoing anime um, manga too. If you are interested, you can read it. I I don't read it. I don't read it. Because <laughs> when it comes to good anime, I choose to not Though, spoil it. Though, I will say this. If you're going to read any manga... Attack on Titan and One Punch Man are drawn in ways that like it almost it almost like animation, especially One Punch Man. If you read One Punch Man, I don't like. Oh yeah, no, like not the web series, the 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 actual comic. Mm, Yeah, the actual manga. It's like it the the way it goes through panels and the way everything's drawn. You can almost flip through the pictures, and it's like an animation. It is that good. I think it's because like he still adapts adapts to the. The, the, the drawing of the webtoon because webtoon and web a manga has a different style of writing and different panel like mm. numbers and different panel size mm. so like when it comes to webtoon like you have a bigger sc- panel it's the whole page would be one panel like what bleach does mm-hmm. but then unlike bleach that he would actually put more dynamic actions in it <laughs> yeah bleached by the end had no detail in any of its panels because no, the guy kubo just gave the fuck uh, up on that series but that's neither here nor there <laughs> 
But how would you rate uh, One Punch Man so far? Perfect vision okay. times just... 10 KO Kin. Are you kidding? Okay. It's one of the best. If you are a fan of superheroes, if you're a fan of comics, if you're a fan of anime, yes. it, you owe it to yourself to watch this series. Like It doesn't make sense that you haven't. It, yes. If you're listening to this and you haven't seen One Punch Man yet, watch it now. ASAP. Right now. It's on Crunchyroll, I think. Is it? Pretty no, it's sure. on Netflix. No, it's oh, Netflix. Netflix. All right. Even, all right, even easier. easier. Netflix. Watch that shit. It's, it's really great. Super good. I would have said it was my favorite superhero uh, anime until My Hero. Yeah. My Hero beat it. But, yeah. Same here. Perfect Vision. I mean, once again, I rarely, I don't recommend animes that I don't, like, enjoy or that I didn't, you know, like it. So, definitely go check out One Punch Man. And if anything, Jordan, you should drop the opening song right here. Also, a funny side note though, I heard the makers said that they created that theme song and that intro with the hopes of it being like the theme song of a superhero. So, yeah, mission accomplished. Like that is like a, if that's a theme song, that's an amesing. Especially when that song played in the the Boros battle by the end. Oh, that's so good! Uh, one punch! Oh, kick his ass, one punch man! <laughs> Love that show. All right, I want to watch it again. Yeah, me too. Just that fight. <laughs> yes. Just that fight. All the fights. Oh my god! <laughs> serious, serious, serious punches. <laughs> like, oh no, 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 not even serious. No. It was normal punches. Normal punches, and then but killer multiple. move. Serious, serious punch. punch. One punch. <laughs> this shit was so awesome. Like his moves have names, but the names are ridiculous. Not even. It's just he just calls him punch. <laughs> this is my normal punches. Oh, you survived that? Serious punch. <laughs> it was like a, like a strained serious punch. It was just a normal punch. Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, all right, here's a real punch. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> so yeah, Superman versus Saitama. 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 Hundred percent. All right. Moving on. We done with that? Moving on. All right. Let's talk about Michael News. Alright, uh, we'll start with Crisis of Earth X, which is easy, it's rapid fire. It boosts the ratings of all the shows tremendous. It gave all the shows a massive boost really? in ratings, which I'm pretty sure both Legends of Tomorrow needed, and probably Supergirl, because those are the weakest of the two shows. Which uh, validates my more than passable, you dicks. <laughs> <laughs> both of you are wrong. <laughs> 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 So good news for that. At least more, if you, if you compare it to TV, TV and movie news, even though it's not really the same, but <laughs> they got super high ratings. But Justice League was like, eh. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so womp womp for Justice League. Poor Batman. <laughs> Poor Ben Affleck. Uh, darkness, my old friend. Some casting news for the CW shows: Kendrick Smith. I was no Kendrick Sampson. I don't know where I got Smith from, but this is what he looks like. Most people okay. know him from How to Get Away with Murder. Oh yes. Okay. He's going to be playing somebody named Brainstorm. Brainstorm. Yes, I don't know who that is, but Brainstorm. His character's name is Dominic Lance, and Dominic is an affable TSA agent who becomes the unwitting recipient of metahuman powers. Now Dominic bears the gift. And cursed of reading people's, I said cursed, curse, where's the T? <laughs> and curse of reading people's minds, whether he wants to or not. His character will be introduced in the winter finale. Wait, in what, Flash? Uh, the Flash, yeah. Hmm. I mean, it's called Brainstorm. 
no relation to Brainiac, just just his own character. No, because he's a metahuman. Brainiac is an alien. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. Interesting. So yeah, he can basically, like I said, he can read minds whether he wants to or not. Handsome so, black man reading minds. Yeah. <laughs> so all thought. Yeah, all th- well, all thoughts that you don't want to hear, like this guy is fucking ugly, or I don't want to hear, it, or I have a venereal disease, you know, shit Whoa, like that. <laughs> shit like things you don't want to hear. It's like, kind of like that episode of Buffy, Earshot, where she got the telepath. Oh, to- like you hear grandma like, oh, I'm horny. Like, oh god, yeah. grandma, no. Like, like, like she heard the when she uh episode during that episode, she found out that's when her mother had sex with Giles. She's like. You had sex with Giles? That's when her mother walked out the room. She's like, I'm going to go get coffee. She's like, you had sex with Giles? (laughs) So it was all part of research. (laughs) So he's playing more casting news. Uh, Apparently another wrestler is going to the Arrowverse. Uh, you already had Edge. Goldust or whatever. Yeah, you had Edge. You had, uh, what's his face? Goldust's son. I can't think of his name. Uh, Wait, what's his name? Cody Rhodes. Cody Rhodes. Okay. And now you got uh, Bill Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah, Goldberg. Goldberg. Yeah. Goldberg. Why? Yeah. He's going to It doesn't say who he's going to be, but more than likely a villain, but he's going to yeah. be showing up on The Flash. CW is like a huge wrestling fan. <laughs> like, yeah, he's going to be showing up on The Flash in a two episode arc oh, pretty Flash. pretty soon. Okay. Huh. So, I don't know who he's going to. That's for all our wrestling fans out there. <laughs> I'm not I'm not one of them. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I used to be. I used to be. I mean, we like that, used to be. like the Attitude Era. Yeah, that was like we were kids, though. So it was like NWA. Every, and all everybody, every, yeah, everybody's favorite was always either Austin or The Rock. Mine was always Undertaker. Ah, really? Oh, Undertaker I was, all, was cool. I like Diamond Dallas Page. The Diamond Cutter. Lame. <laughs> it's so lame. He had a cool move. <laughs> so uh, his move was cool. Okay, next. Next. The Diamond <laughs> Cutter. He put his hands Moving up on. in diamond form and next. like, Ugh. Yeah, that, and that was really lame. <laughs> anyway, according to a uh, anonymous person that works worked as a VFX person the, uh, regarding the Henry Cavill mustache, they were saying Paramount was being extremely petty, and <laughs> they said that out loud. Yeah, <laughs> they're basically pulling, being bullshit artists when it came to uh, why he couldn't shave his mustache. Uh, this is the quote: He said Paramount should have shaved him and stuck a fake one on him yeah, to turn the mustache. Ridiculously petty of them. We did test on already shot footage of Superman to add a beard as well to show the MI6 team and at Paramount that it was loads easier to add a beard as opposed to removing one. Yeah. And he said Warner Brothers even offered to pay for all the beard oh, adding shots shit. and MI6. And they flat out said no. Wow. They're like, please, please, oh, nah, fuck the, that. The, <laughs> please, <movie>. nah, son. <laughs> like, what kind of dick move is that? Yeah, like Paramount even, all, like, they threatened to take Warner Brothers to court if they shaved. Henry Cavill's mustache. Does Paramount have some kind of like business rivalry rivalry with Warner Brothers or something? I mean, I guess they probably like fuck this franchise. <laughs> you know, like, like who is who over there is the actual Marvel fanboy? And it's like fuck DCEU. <laughs> I got the power. Yeah, Marvel. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah, but anyway, speaking of Justice League, it just crossed the five hundred million dollar mark worldwide. Wow. I heard it's gonna struggle to get to. It's, yeah, it's like, gonna it's gonna struggle like domestically. Both domestic. Oh no, it's not going to join the billion dollar club. Both sure. domestically and internationally, it's behind all the other. Uh, at thirteen, at the thirteen day, because they did a comparison to what the movie, other movies did at thirteen days, because it's mm-hmm. been thirteen days since this article came out, at least. And yeah, it's behind all of the, it's behind all of the movies, both domestically and internationally. Yeah, it's not. Gonna, it's gonna, it's going to be the worst DC EU movie to date, and it's like, what it's, do yeah, you in terms do? Of, in terms of box office, yeah, yeah, but like, what do you do? 
at that point as Warner Brothers in DC. They have to reboot. They have to do something because like this universe is dying. <laughs> they have to do something, yeah. But I don't, I don't know if the reboot because I like the actors that they have. But like, how do you sell that? Like, if, if okay, if if impressions about what this universe is as of right now is what's keeping this movie from even opening, or keeping movies from DCEU even opening high, what do you do to tell the general audience, to tell my mother <laughs> that this movie is going to be different from now on? What do you do other than have a whole new cast? Do you, I don't do know. Do you advertise it? Do like, in-universe? Everything maybe, maybe is like different. different. Maybe, maybe Flashpoint would have to be the thing. Because, I mean, kind of like you think about X-Men, like a lot of, in, in the public's, Per, uh, perception like the X-Men movies were going down in in quality but then and then they kind of did uh, Days of Future Past, Past to but get were... like get rid of X-Men 3 and stuff like that <laughs> yeah. but I mean but at the same time they started on a strong foundation I was going to say the situation is completely different because at least X-Men had X-Men 1 and 2 as like you know a show of good faith with the community well, they got but Wonder then, Woman <laughs> but, but then they also had they were coming off of a success so they, were, they were coming off of um X-Men First Class. First Class. Which was like, that was already in itself like, oh my God, the X-Men are back. So then they used that as a catapult to change, like to, you know, retcon the if universe. Anything, DCU has nothing right now. If anything, they need, Aquaman to be amazing. <laughs> if anything, they needed to do a reboot to the executives that they got, like fire, oh, hell all, yeah. like fire all of them because next story. Oh, oh I know what you're going to say. Mm? Yeah, uh, basically, starting from the beginning of that, when... Christopher Nolan came out and did the Dark Knight trilogies. Yeah. They wanted to take that hyper-realistic take that he did on Batman and they wanted to do it with Superman. That's how we got Man of Steel. But originally they wanted Christopher Nolan. I was about to say Christopher Knight. Christopher <laughs> they, <laughs> they wanted Christopher Nolan to be the director of the Man of Steel movie. Should have been. But he said no. And so that's when right. they got Zack Snyder because they felt his style kind of matched Christopher Nolan. Who thought that? Who the fuck watched 300 and Sucker Punch and was like, Dark Knight? Because <laughs> he even says, Snyder seemed like a good fit, it seemed in the article, because he directed Watchmen 300. What? So, okay. I mean, no, but sure. <laughs> so, Watchmen was an adaptation. Like, where is this going? Okay. So because of that, with the original Dark Knight series, they pretty much gave Christopher Nolan creative freedom to do whatever he wanted. Yeah. And they got the Dark Knight trilogy, which made Warner Brothers a shit ton of money. So they figured doing that same thing with Zack Snyder would be the same for Superman. So they gave him complete creative freedom for both Man of Steel and Batman v Superman. Yeah. But then the uh, reaction to Batman v Superman came out. It was what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, and it was what the fuck. So a lot of other executives, they went to, uh, because the only person that Zack Snyder really answered to was uh, Greg Silverman. So a couple of producers came out and approached Greg Silverman and they wanted to have Zack Snyder fired from Justice League because they already announced that he was going to be directing Justice League despite the critical reaction to BVS. What was this hero's name that got shot down? (laughs) This man would have been a hero of DCEU if he got his way. Yeah, apparently. Like if he fired Zack Snyder there, might have been a better movie. Who knows? At least a movie with one vision. That's all I'm saying. Just... So yeah, so they wanted to have, they went to Greg Silverman to have him to uh, try to fire Zack Snyder, but okay. Greg Silverman said they were, quote, they were, they are already deep, very deep in the Justice <laughs> League and it will cost a fortune to, to uh, replace them. And there's, stick, there's a stickiness to a director because there's so much cost to unstick him. I mean, I don't yeah, know what that if means. they were going to do that 
after BVS, that means that everything was already in place for Zack Snyder Justice League. Like all the casting, all of the 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 set building, all that stuff was all like the costumes were probably already done by that point. Mm. So it's like you'd have to like yeah, it, it would be like having somebody come in with something already set up and be like, okay, now change it based on how you think it should be. You know, what I mean, that's that's kind of last minute to do that. So that was so yeah. So they approached him to try to repl- uh, to 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 fire him from Justice League. Didn't happen, and ultimately it came out that it wasn't Greg Silverman that made the final call of not firing him. It went even higher than him Ooh. to Kevin Sujahara. Okay, because. There's this whole thing going on right now where Time Warner slash Warner Brothers and AT and T are potentially merging. Yeah, you were close so, about that. Yeah, and so because of that, they want to make it seem like their company is in a strong standing. Mm-hmm. So whereas if they would have either got rid of Zack Snyder. Or because there was another thing where I talked about before where I was like, Justice League should have been pushed back, especially yeah. after Zack Snyder stepped down. That's like a major <laughs> thing. You're losing your director. Especially after seeing those the, the first scenes from his mustache being removed. I mean, like, anybody that watched that movie should be like, mm-hmm. we need to do something about this. <laughs> we need to do something about this right now. Yeah. So because of that, Warner Brothers wanted to project strength because they're like, well, if we kind of, if we either push the movie back or we, we uh, well, yeah, if we if we push the movie back, and we just fire Zack Snyder and just replace him with somebody else, that'll make us look weak and maybe AT&T wouldn't want to buy us. And plus, on top of that, mm. Kevin Sujahara assumed, because if, if they push the movie back, uh, Kevin Sujahara is supposed to get like, and somebody else in Warner Brothers, they're supposed to get a huge bonus at the end of this year. Yeah. But if AT&T buys them, AT&T might fire all of them, like Kevin Sujahara included. So because of that, he wouldn't get the bonus if they push the movie back. So... To keep his bonus intact, that's why they didn't push Justice League back. Is this he confirmed to, or is this still oh, a rumor? This is all in a rap article. Oh. This is confirmed. Wait, now I, I heard this back when it was this would be a rumor that this is like possibly why they didn't push the movie back. No, now, this this article came out this week, so it it's like oh, it's so like yeah, then? it's like confirmed. That's like, that's like you're not putting the benefit the the the. What, you, what am I trying to say? The cart before the horse. Is that what no, you're, you're saying? not putting the company before your own personal needs. You know what I mean? Like that's isn't that fireable? Should you be fired for that? Yeah, you should. But there are a lot of people that do a lot of shit that that should be fired <laughs> and they should be fired for, and they're not. Well, the current news being a big reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> the sexual harassment news going around. Yeah, yeah. So, point. so yeah. So that's the that's the main reason that they didn't want to push Justice League back because he wanted to get his bonus essentially. That's stupid. But then that also makes me think if if they were eyeing to fire Zack Snyder before Justice League even started, so they really did leverage the death of his family as a way to fire him. Oh, that's fucked. Well, up. he ended up stepping he ended up stepping down because of that. But they were they were also clashing did with that. Did he really step down or was it well, like I was gonna a say pressured they, step down? I was going to say they were also mm-hmm. clashing with that because they were they also brought Josh Whedon on to help lighten yeah. Justice League while he was still there. While Snyder was still there. So that's what I'm saying if that ill intent was or that ill will was already there. Yeah, and then they were pushing to lighten it even more once Wonder Woman came out and Wonder Woman had a completely different tone and people loved it. Yeah. So they're like, "Oh no, we need to do this now." Especially yeah. since Joss Whedon was the helmer of the two biggest comic book movies ever, Avengers 1 and 2. Yeah. So, so on paper, it made sense what they were doing. But that's what I'm saying. Too. So I feel like the the death of his family was just a, a very convenient way for them to be like, but this is why you need to step down because you're, you know, you're, you're going through shit. We've got this. Don't worry about it. You know what I mean? I feel like it was, it was just their excuse. Yeah, I think it was a little bit of both. Yeah. I think it was a little bit of Snyder wanting to, because of all the push and stuff he was getting from Warner Brothers. Yeah. And then also on top of that, Warner Brothers and then the death of his, of his daughter. Yeah. It's, I'm just saying, like, I feel like somebody Warner Brothers was like, oh, thank God. 
now we have a valid reason to kick him off his project. And, yeah. and a reason that wouldn't look bad on us in the public eye. Yeah, so 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 because of that, like a lot of the Warner Brothers executives and, and like Joss Whedon and more so the executives, they're not, they weren't, even when Justice League came out, they weren't satisfied with it because the quote was, they said it felt like a Frankenstein between two directors. And no, not, that seamless. left not that left nobody satisfied. No, it was seamless. What are you talking about? <laughs> I can't even tell which scenes were Joss and which scenes were Zack Snyder. <laughs> so, that, so that, yeah, so that's why I said they need to get rid of more so in terms of reboot instead of rebooting the universe itself. They need to get rid of the people behind the scenes because they're the ones that's fucking shit up. They're not creative, but they're like in charge of creating creative decisions. Because ironically enough, like what Kevin Sujahara saying that oh we we want to project strength. Well, your movie just opened at the lowest. Your Justice League, your Tempo <laughs> Avengers movie just opened at the lowest of the, all the DCEU movies, bro. Yeah. Like, I would talk, never, about, talk about weakness. Word. <laughs> I have no desire to rewatch Justice League. I, I don't There's either. nothing in that movie. Like, and not in the way that BVS was just so fucking depressing and dark that I was just like, why would I rewatch that? But like, there was nothing really for me to latch on to. It was just a bunch of disconnected moments i'd rather watch select scenes on youtube than i would rewatch the entire movie like, and then and then when you found out like the main reason they didn't like justice league is a mess because they could have pushed it back but he wanted to keep his bonus it's like i'm pretty sure kevin sujahara is a fucking millionaire as it is like right <laughs> i need more millions yeah. more <laughs> so it's fucking like job of the hunt of money over there <laughs> jesus christ how am I gonna afford my my? Yeah, I need, I need I need more yachts. Yeah. <laughs> more yachts. I need this crazy yacht party. Like, come on, man! It's an orgy every year. I need this. So it's like that's trash. That's, and then even uh, well, then even moving on to the next story, like this just goes to show that the people behind the scenes they have no idea what the fuck to do with this universe. Margot Robbie came out oh, no. and basically said, for the last two years, she's been working on a solo Harley Quinn movie. Uh. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. For the last two years? She's working, like she's penning the script and coming up with the idea and stuff like that for it to come out. Bitch and she why? said, yeah, I've been working on it for two years now. I mean, it's kind of, it's it's hard to kind of talk about it because all this stuff is kind of under lock and key, but I've been working on a separate spinoff Harley thing for a while now. I want to see her with other women. I kept saying when we were shooting Suicide Squad, I was like, she needs her girlfriend. She needs other girls around her because she loves that. You see that in the comics. She loves meeting people, any people, but she needs a little girl gang. And she said, no, it's totally separate. It's a totally separate. Yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot going on right now. I'm not sure anyone knows what's going to be the next thing, but everyone is itching to get Harley back on screen. Who? Who? Her. Her. That's it. I need money. But it's like, again, even if this never even if this news never happens, the fact that it's even out there that it's being worked on. It's like what the fuck is going on? Because now, so now you got four movies with Harley Quinn in it. Because you got Goth- saying, yeah, Gotham City Gotham Sirens, si- yeah, Gotham City Sirens, Joker and Harley, Suicide Squad two, and now a solo Harley Quinn movie. So this movie is not like the Gotham City no, Sirens. No, this, this is a, this is a solo Harley, Harley Quinn. Quinn movie. So what's she talking about? Girlfriends then? It's like what? Isn't the that Gotham f- Sirens? Isn't that Poison Ivy and Catwoman? And yeah, but no, she said it's separate from that. So what girlfriend she talking about? I don't know. She, maybe, maybe she means the actual girlfriend. What? <laughs> that's because otherwise they would met. She would she would mention Gotham City Sirens because that's yeah. already being worked on with David Ayer. She says I'm working on a solo Harley Quinn movie. So that's separate from. Who the fuck wants to see Harley Quinn by herself? Who the fuck wants four Harley Quinn movies? Like 
again, DC. There's no direction. It's just there's no direction works. to this universe. They just lean toward whatever is successful. So, but it's like that's a horrible business model because it doesn't. It, it, you're not. You're not thinking long term. You're just thinking about the next movie, and that's not how you build a universe. As, look at Marvel. They, they, yeah. just, they just like, oh, what people like Iron Man. Let's make like four more Iron Man movies. Like the DC, the DC <laughs> well, EU, the DC. That. They kind of did that. With yeah, Homecoming and <laughs> Civil War. But the DC EU is like that floating head and Rick and Morty. Show me what you got. Uh, uh Harley uh, Quinn. Uh, no. Nightwing. Uh, Joker. Joker. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. So it's like, what the hell is going on? And even with that, like David Ayer. He also he came out. He really he tweeted online again apologizing uh, in terms of uh, Suicide Squad, saying that Joker should have been the main villain. He came out recently saying this. Yeah, the, again, he came out. How a, much longer after the fact? It's, it's like two plus years later. He's like, you know what? I feel like maybe it should have been the Joker. Really, David Ayer? That's what every fan said after watching your fucking movie once. Yeah, because everybody he was, said that. He, he was replying to a tweet. That uh, you know some, that you mentioned it. <laughs> somebody tweeted him and said it was better than BVS. That, well, yeah, which well, yeah, I guess that's uh, too low. Uh, debatable. Anything is better than BVS. Uh, what, Suicide Squad, Suicide Squad debatable. Oh. But that's they hard. said they said <laughs> the tweet was the tweet was it was better than BVS. Joker should have been the villain. Throw in Riddler like Arkham, like assault on Arkham from the animated universe. And so he responded. He said, "Believe me, I agonize over this. Yes, Joker should have been the main bad guy." And it's like hindsight is twenty twenty. <laughs> but it's like that was so obvious. Like the writing was on the wall. That's what everybody assumed this movie was going to be based on the trailers. Yeah. And yet you chose Enchantress. And it's like you would think. Well, what were you smoking? <laughs> one test screening. One person reading the script. One, it just it boggles my mind how nobody at any point in development of this fucking movie, from when it's in production to pre-production, no one was just like, "Wait, so Enchantress is the villain?" It's kind of stupid, air. No, like you know what I mean. And, no, and nobody was like, you know, that's a good point. Actually, I think people and in a world where they only lean toward things that are popular, why wouldn't you lean toward the Joker? Agreed. <laughs> that's not a fucking hypothetical question. That's I mean, for all we know, they probably did say something at, at fan screenings and stuff like that, but they're probably like, it'll probably be too much money for us to, you know, refilm and reshoot this movie. I think it's good. No, man. Even before, <laughs> even the script, when you hand in the script, anybody with half a brain should be like, oh shit, a Suicide Squad movie with Joker in it? This would be dope. Read the script. Wait, so he's not the villain? You gotta fix this. But it's like they just, <laughs> but it's like they just did the movie, the 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 animated version of the Suicide Squad with a saw on Arkham. Yeah. That's essentially what the movie was. Mm-hmm. Like, it's already written for you, bro. You got the template right there. Yeah, brother. Like, what, are like, are uh, what are you doing? What are you doing? Obviously, you know about that shit because you reference it all the fucking time. So it's like, why would you? That's just what I'm saying. People would just have ego, and then he's just like, you know what? Yeah, who thought I'll this is a good different. idea? I'm making the Enchantress. Is no seat coming, <laughs> and we're gonna show her break dancing. That's gonna be cool. Was that in the script? Was that in the script? Like, and this is where Enchantress dances. Oh yeah, to or was that Car? Villains. Oh yeah, was that Car Delevingne showing? Hmm, how can I do magic? Yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> Wacky wailing up, flamble on flamble too, man. I want to, I want to break dance to Janet Jackson. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking dumb. Very dumb, but also more dumb news with the DCEU. Oh, God. oh stop! <laughs> it never ends. <laughs> Apparently, there's a rumor going around, so we don't know if it's confirmed or anything, so take it with a grain of salt, but there's a rumor that... They all start from rumors. <laughs> they all float. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that uh, the Warner Brothers plans on introducing the Legion of Doom throughout multiple movies. 
Okay. So you're saying like every so, movie will have like two or three villains that oh no. combine. And, yeah, and then eventually they come together, come together to fight the Justice League. So to basically taking the opposite approach I was of say, it's uh, like so instead of, of Marvel, making yeah. individual movies for your heroes, you're gonna make individual, individual movies, movies for the villains. villains? Yeah. That's stupid. <laughs> I mean, in a world where this is the direction they have to go now, if they're going to stick with this universe, I guess it's kind of cool. I guess, but it's like, and it says, according to where the rumor came from, it says this direction comes on the heels of Justice League's lukewarm critical and box office reception, with the studio wanting to push away from the dark side threat that Zack Snyder first teased in Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice. The report indicates a desire to shift away from that kind of cosmic threat echoed in Marvel Cinematic Universe by Thanos and focus on more earthbound enemies like the Legion of Doom. So just to separate themselves from Marvel. So it doesn't seem like they're building toward the same exact thing Marvel's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, on one hand, and again, that, that? granted, that's a rumor. Yeah. We don't know if it's confirmed or not, but it's, they did kind of they did tease Legion of Doom at the end of the movie. And they only mentioned Darkseid once one in time. Passing, yeah. So it's like they obviously they're going that way. It's not, not a rumor. league of our own. Yeah. So it's like, I mean, how do you feel about that? Do I hate you, it. <laughs> I also hate it. But it's like, do you, I, I at least get that they don't want to mirror. Bring it back Marvel. in living color. Uh, boy, what was that? Boys of boys on film. Hated it. <laughs> <laughs> this is dumb. This is dumb. I, I get what they're coming oh, I got from. more. There's more. Oh my God. How many nails in this coffin is there? <laughs> Until you die, I'm going to keep <laughs> nailing you like acupuncture, but it's going to hurt. So there's no hope. <laughs> None. I'm like what Justice League tried to tell you. Bring back hope. I mean, Jay, what do, you, what do you feel about that? I can see it all in your face. <laughs> she just seems distraught. Like, she, you seem ill. Let it die. If it's bad, just let it die. Kill it. <laughs> Kill it. Kill it with and, fire. Oh, it's and, like, uh, what was that line from... Um, uh, Last Jedi, the past. The past. <laughs> Kill it if you Kill must. <laughs> oh, let the past die. <laughs> Kill it let if you it must. Die. Let's just put it behind us. Put everything, the whole project behind us, even the future project behind us. Let's bury it. So what do you want? You want to reboot? But even with the reboot, I kind of feel like if they reboot it, they're not gonna. St- like we're not gonna get these characters again, maybe for like another ten, ten years or five ten years. Ten years too much. I said three years. Give it a three. I'd rather take a whole break, three years break from DCU and do it all over again from the beginning. I was gonna say because when does this Superman? Re- when does Superman <laughs> Returns come out in comparison to Man of Steel? It was like oh, yeah. seven years, right? Yeah, it was like seven. Eight well, year do difference. it a little bit more. Three years. Or like the Dark Knight trilogy and compare. What was the last Batman movie? Batman and Robin. That was the last Batman movie. Yeah, that was like ten years. Well, do three. I don't know. I don't like this. Here's the thing. When it comes to building the universe, the foundation's rocky. Nothing's going to work. And this foundation has been rocky for so long. Even like... Let it die. I was going to say, even kill X-Men... It. Even oh, X-Men... It's a killing. I was going to say, even <laughs> X-Men 3 to like the kind of reboot, which was first class, that was like year, a, like many years gap. At least five, six years. Do three I'm years. Like, I don't necessarily want that big of a break between... Like, I love... But I want to see these be- characters, but it's just like, get your shit together. No, it's too late. For them to get okay. their shit together. Batman and Robin was 1997 and Batman Begins was 2005. So, so six um, years. Yeah. No. no. 97? No, eight, years. eight years. Eight years. Eight years. Almost a decade. And yeah, so and, and Batman Superman Returns came out 06, I think. And then Man of Steel was what? What was that? 2013? 2014? Uh, 
Give me one second, and I can check. Superman Returns was 2006, so you're about that. And we say Man of Steel. Yeah. And Man of Steel is. Was that 13? Yep, 13. You're right. Seven. So that was seven. So seven to eight years is the the reboot. But yeah, it's like I don't want that big of a gap. No, think about it. Would you rather? Oh my god, I'll be like almost (laughs) forty. Would you rather have that gap and get the right movies with right characters, or go on from this shitty foundation with shitty? No, no, no! I refuse. I deserve more. I want that soft reboot. I want that. I mean, yeah, I want a soft like I. That's like I like soft reboot when more than half your cast is shit. Well, no, it's not even the cast. It's not the cast. It is the cast. It is the cast. I'm sorry. Like I like. I, I like uh, what's his face? Henry Cavill is super. Like, I love Henry Cavill. I like Henry no, Jason Cavill. Momoa's I'm saying Jason Momoa. Gotta go. He could be better. Like he's not a, that great of an actor. I mean, maybe he'll be great in uh, the James Wan movie, but like I haven't seen him in anything where I'm like, wow, that was a really great Jason <laughs> yeah, Momoa. Yeah, Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman is Aquaman. <laughs> Actually, no, no. I think mo- I think I'm most just mostly holding on to the Trinity. Like I love that. Yeah, I, I love that. that casting. But yeah, yeah everybody else. Ezra. I even keep Ezra. Ezra. Like, mm. if you soft reboot it, have him not be and, as And quirky. I mean, I feel bad for Ray Fisher. Keep Ray Fisher. This is his first movie. And it's already... But Netflix gone. But Netflix you don't even need like Because I, mean, I think true. about from my standpoint, that's my first movie. I'm an actor. My yeah. first movie is Justice League, and it's already getting trash. I'll be like, God damn it. I mean, I saw Aquaman. I'm, sci- I'm a superhero. Fuck you guys. Yep. Momoa won't read or watch the reviews or anything. Like, he made some statements saying that he hasn't... Like, yeah, he said yeah, he, he hasn't looked. Yeah, he doesn't care. Yeah. That's what you gotta do as an actor. You just gotta show all the negativity and just keep doing you. But keep Wonder Woman. I I'm sorry. I don't. Henry Cavill had many chances to be the hope of this universe. That's not his fault. That's though. not his fault. He he. I think for what he's given, he's done very well with it. But it's just he's given. He's been given shit. Yeah. But in terms of super, he's he's definitely in terms of the look and how he kind of like went in Justice League like he's definitely the Superman that I want to see that I just want him to have better material I mean even in Justice League he's more like Superman than we want but he's so like a CGI enough. monster so like for most <laughs> of <laughs> you know, you know, like, like I'm sorry you can never watch that's what fucks me up I can he's never like go the, back the and watch monster. Justice League I that's forever Forever in history now, our live-action Superman in our first live-action Justice League is a CGI fucking annoying orange monster. It's like, I don't... I guess that's horrible. That's that's history now. Yeah, Unless even my, that special edition fixes it. But even then, it's like, that's what it was. Even my, even my friend, uh, Seychelle, remember her from my birthday? Yeah. She texted me. She, she went and saw Justice League last night. And... Fuck is wrong with his face? Yeah. She was like... <laughs> Well, not she didn't mention the face. She was just like, I'm watching Justice League, and I don't. She she didn't use like CGI terminology or anything like that. But she was just like, it looks very computerized, like a video game. Like, Computer. is it supposed to look like this? Yeah. I was like, no, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not. Those she's last like, things. She's like, it's taking me out the mood. She was like, I'm enjoying it, but it looks very computerized. Like she gave it a C plus, basically. Okay. Mm-hmm. I watched the um the the in confrontation between Steppenwolf and Superman again. Oh god. It looks like a PS3 game. Like Steppenwolf is all CGI. Four, the environment is all CGI. And yeah, even I said Superman. Like, if you're complaining about the CGI now in the beginning of the movie, wait till you get to the end. Yeah. yeah. Just, just like, him oh, floating God. there. Not even doing anything. Just him floating there and talking. It looks like a fucking a complete CGI rendering. So it's like, this is all a video game. Which is why the movie should have been pushed back. Like Joss Whedon only has six months to do this movie. Yeah. And a lot of those scenes were reshoots. Yeah. That, obviously. Anything that he looks like a CGI character is a reshoot. Thank you, Kevin Sujahara. <laughs> you fucking motherfucker. DC's gotta go. DCEU's gotta go. 
DCU's I like gotta DC. go. Yeah, call it DCCU now. WB DC. has to let go of DCU. DCCU later. <laughs> like, why is the CW doing Justice League better than the Justice League? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. That's a fucking travesty. I mean, where's like they had team moments in Crisis on Earth X, like where Mister Terrific threw his uh his yes. ball and and Adam was on top of it and he jumped off uh-huh. or. Like fucking even when they all fought Mattel and they all use their different beam abilities oh yeah, and like overwhelmed him. Like Age of Ultron or like yeah. when uh fucking uh the Ray and the Flash combined their powers yeah, to take cool. out nice. Red Tornado. There was none of that in Justice League. Nope. Wait, what was that statistics that you put on your Instagram about Marvel's um trailer view and Justice League? Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> I said in the first twenty four hours, uh Justice League got it's the most watched. No, and the first Justice League got twenty eight million views in the first month. But Justice League got 29 million views in the first 24 hours. Or no, the first first 12. No, it was less than 24 hours. Mm. Yeah, Infinity War broke the internet. Yeah, it did. Like, it looked like everybody was talking. Everybody went on to it. It was like a huge spike in traffic on Instagram. I know. It was crazy. Yeah. I got my followers. (laughs) Yeah. I got them. But it's just like, like, Marvel, it's a Vince feel like a Vince. Justice League doesn't feel like anything. It just felt like another movie. Coco felt like an event just like Justice League. Oh my god. Yeah, no. see? Okay. Fuck you. Coco's good. But anyway, moving on to I that. Mean, Coco I, is good. I'm not saying it's not good. Moving on with that, I said there was more trash news. But I mean, again, take this with a grain of salt. Uh, remember how Henry Cavill uh, tweeted that picture of like the black, what looked like the black suit? Liar. And yeah. people people assume, oh, he's going to do the black suit. Well, a person yeah. of, uh, that worked in the VFX came out and said, there was sadly never a black Superman suit. What? what? Yep. Again, again, take it with a grain of salt. Might not be true. You know, it's Reddit. People say I don't, shit. Yeah, I don't understand though. Is this a verified guy that worked on the show or, uh, or this movie? Because like, why would he tease that then? Does it say if it's verified? It doesn't say if it's verified. So no, I don't know. That's, that's bullshit. That dude had a fucking black suit. I think even in the um. The thing I well, read, he, I mean, had, he said he said, about black he said he worked on the movies, but I mean anybody can say that. But yeah, that's why I said I take it with a grain of salt. Bullshit. Why the hell would Henry Cavill literally have a picture of that shit? Because he was teasing Thor's suit. Did you see Thor? <laughs> Thor, Thor has the black suit. <laughs> I'm on the set of Infinity War. Yeah, I'm on the set of Infinity War. This is- <laughs> <laughs> hey man, can I be in this universe? <laughs> yeah, because if you look at Thor's suit, it kind of looks like what he, the photo that he yeah. teased. So I'm like, that's what he was teasing. No, that shit was supposed to be in the movie. The universe <laughs> that I want to be in. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! But uh, yeah, so uh, what else? Patty Jenkins basically came out and started talking about Wonder Woman two. Okay, and her quote was, <laughs> "It's really still going to." It's really still going to other values of hers and a similar formula insofar as making a great, enjoyable, fun movie, but that ultimately in its third act turns some very big issues and a very big experience that will aim to have slightly more weight and profundity than it has to have because that's a formula that I really like. And I like the idea of taking somebody on a very solid, great journey, but that arrives at a bigger question being answered. So it's like that. So it's like that. But because she is Wonder Woman and she's here now, my phone just reloaded. Okay, what just happened? Okay. And she's here now and she's fully developed. It's got great fun from the start and great big superhero presence from the start and is very funny and a great love story again. And a couple new unbelievable characters. Great love story. Yeah, I'll get to that couple 
um, new unbelievable characters who I'm so excited about who are very different than where than were in the last movie. So a lot of people took that another great love story. She's gonna mm-hmm. have another love. So yeah, a lot of people took that and ran like that was the whole thing. Like she's Impossible. gonna have another girlfriend or another another lover. I, I said girlfriend because that that's what I want. I want a girlfriend. I want to have a girlfriend. <laughs> but but the, wait, is Steve Trevor gonna be in this movie? Did they say that? That's the rumor. Okay, it's a rumor. But it could be a flashback. Yeah. I wouldn't mind flat, but what, flashback to what? There was like no space. Like, what are they flashing back to other than like some moments? Or, or, maybe, or maybe not a flashback. It could be a hallucination. Or it's like, you know, like she sees him standing off, but I mean, it's not really it, him. There could be flashbacks, like to moments before and after they had sex or they were like hanging out in that town. Like, there, there's some stuff they didn't show us. <laughs> they can't have a new love, though, because like then they get to retcon shit again. Like her, the only person that she seems to have affection for in the past is Steve Trevor. And she at least, well, I mean, at least as far as Justice League is concerned. But I mean, if you take it to a realistic aspect, I mean that's relationships though. Like there are people that you 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 because because Grant because Wonder Woman has been around for thousands and thousands of years. But you can say mm-hmm. her one true love is Steve Trevor, but that doesn't mean she hasn't had other. Like I'm pretty sure she has she's had relationships on Themyscira, but that doesn't mean Steve Trevor didn't have more of an impact on her. Or maybe she gets with somebody else trying to move on, only to realize Steve Trevor is like the like she can't really she's not ready to move on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that could be it could be that. I hope it's that theory that I want it to be Cheetah. <laughs> Cheetah? Yeah, that's her love interest. Like it starts oh, off, really? it starts off with like her and Barbara Minerva, like they're in a relationship, but then she becomes Cheetah, and that like makes it a contentious relationship because yeah. now that's her arch villain, and arch nemesis. Like that would be a great story. <laughs> the the jokes that would started come from, from Cunnilingus, now we're enemies. Well, I was about to say, I'm like the, the jokes that you made, like. <laughs> I used to lick your pussy. Now you all pussy. <laughs> wow. Yes. yes high five. <laughs> <laughs> no, not to that. Yes. I don't. I don't know nothing about eating pussy. <laughs> oh, I said evil pussy. Oh. <laughs> you guys disgusting. What? Started from between the legs. Now we're. I like, I like Mark Bernardin's theory or his speculation about um, maybe Steve Trevor coming back as Martian Manhunter. That'd be so. I don't. Dope. They're not gonna fucking introduce Martian Manhunter in this movie, oh, and then, so cool. but then, and then, where was he in during Justice League? What? No, I mean, what? A- mm-hmm. Maybe he dies. <laughs> I just f you to all the fans. <laughs> what? Steve Trevor? He's dead. Uh, this movie's supposed to take place in the eighties. Yeah. Everybody, everybody's dead. The 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 have the actor, have the, be the, the sharpshooter, the Native American guy. They're all dead. Or if they're not dead, they're like super old. I like yeah. Chris Pine. Okay. So they're probably yeah. They're probably they might do a Patty Jenkins where she goes to visit one of them. That'd be cool. I mean, not Patty Jenkins. Uh, oh my God! If they visit the not one Patty that had Jenkins. Uh, what's her name? I know you're talking about the Marvel people. The yeah, Marvel ones. Yeah, Agent Carter. Agent Carter. But uh, what else? They uh, Brent, Brendan Thwaites. They teased what he looks like in the Titan series as Robin. Oh yeah, yeah. That, yeah. he looks awesome. Yeah. I am pretty hyped for that series now. Yes, I'm like, yes. oh shit. I mean, I was already hyped for it. Kind of, I want to see what Starfire looks like too. But that, yeah, I'm ready that, to see what everybody else looks that's like. That's a good first impression. That so, outfit is on point. Well, I didn't see the pants. So yeah, I'm a so. Uh, what? They don't. They don't show the pants. They don't show the pants. No, but it no, looks they like don't DCU show the pants. quality. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Well, better. <laughs> yeah, better. <laughs> Because we already saw the Nightwing, or I mean, the the, one, of the, one of the Robins, and it was like dark and gray. This one has color. Yeah, it was like the material of a Ben Affleck suit. It was like that weird, like mesh kind of thing. So yeah, so I'm assuming the show starts off with him as Robin, then he eventually becomes, becomes Nightwing. Nightwing. Yeah. So I'm ready to see that suit too. 
please have a Batman cameo. I don't I don't care if it's just like in the shadows or like just an illusion of like him looking into the, like the just top the of the bat cave. You see like bats fly in the air. You know what I mean? Just like they used to do that in Teen Titans a lot. The cartoon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like who's your father? Like I don't, I only have one father, and it's like bats. <laughs> it's like, oh! <laughs> yeah. But uh, all this still with that the tra- a trailer dropped. For an anime ah! version of Batman, Batman Ooh, Ninja, Batman coming out. What do you guys think of that trailer? <laughs> I think it looks awesome. Better I mean, than DCU. <laughs> I mean, even if it's bad, it's like it's gonna be spectacularly bad. Written by it's written by the people that the people made two of my favorite animes, Gurren and Kill Kill. Kill. So I was like, oh shit, okay, all right. And cowboy, and uh, no, Afro, Afro Samurai. Samurai I forgot. Or Afro the animation Samurai. team, animation team, or remember. animation person. But it looks like Afro Samurai in terms mm-hmm. of its animation style. So it looked hot. Joker's yeah, look, an evil samurai. Awesome. It's fucking Batman's dope. a samurai. Yeah, what a samurai. Makes sense. He's got code of honor. He's Bushido. Yeah, yeah. Know, it, look, it? it look awesome. Batman. <laughs> Batman. <laughs> Sound like you said Battle Man. <laughs> I'm ready. <laughs> fucking Japanese Joker. Give me it. Ooh. Give yeah, me it. I'm also. I'm also. I'm also ready. When does it come out? Uh, it doesn't say. Oh, fuck. Yeah. All right. But I'm assuming next year they're showing a trailer. It's like it's going to fill all the gaps that the DCEU is leaving. <laughs> <laughs> because it's only Aquaman next year. So, better than Guys, Aqu- this is how you do it better. <laughs> what if this is better than Aquaman? <laughs> That'll be kind of sad. That'll be hilarious. I called it, remember? Right, That'd yeah. be very sad. Remember anyway, <laughs> uh, screenwriter for uh, Green Lantern, Michael Green, ironically enough. Yeah, right? <laughs> he was born for this. <laughs> I've been waiting all my life for this moment. <laughs> he basically came out and said he wants Ricky Whittle, who uh, currently is uh, the lead in American Gods. He plays Shadow Moon. He wants him as the Green Lantern, John Stewart. I don't know who that is. Uh, this Shadow is... Moon, the main guy? Yeah, the main guy. Puppy, not Kitty? What? No, they, Puppy. Puppy, yeah. right? Yeah. What? That's what his wife calls him, mm-hmm. puppy. Puppy. Oh. Uh, let me show you. Let me show you a picture of him. Ricky. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> he's this a, he's is what he guy. looks like. Mm-hmm. Huh? And wait, what is it gonna be? He, the screenwriter, wants him to be John Stewart. Huh? I, I, mm, yeah, nah, I, I don't yeah. want. I don't want it. He's too light skinned. I don't want it. I want uh, Trevante Rhodes as John Stewart. I don't know who that I is. Either. That I'll is. show you who Trevante Rhodes is. This is Trevante Rhodes. Oh yeah, that's a way better pick. Oh hello. Yes, yeah. the other guy looks more like Simon Baz. He, he he's the uh, yeah. Ricky Rodo looks more like Simon Baz. I yeah. want Trevante's uh, as John Stewart. Uh, he's don't lighten my John. Stewart. Yeah, Trevante starred in Moonlight. That's. Which oh, okay. was like a smaller independent. Shave his head. That's exactly what John Stewart looks like, man. So that's, yeah, that's who I want as yeah. John Stewart. Make it happen. Uh, you should be f- casting this shit, not, not that guy. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> like, fuck. Anyway, uh, Thor Ragnarok just recently uh, hit the $800 million mark, which Woo! makes it the seventh Marvel film to hit that mark. Nice. And with that, it uh, helped Disney cross the $5 billion mark in total global oh, box shit. office. For the third year in the row. Oh my God. <laughs> we balling. <laughs> we fly high in Disney. <laughs> but I'm like, so next year it's going to happen again with Infinity War, Hell Black yeah. Panther. Black Ooh. Panther alone. <laughs> <laughs> like another Star Wars movie. Wait, where is it? Is there three Marvel movies next year? 
Black Panther, Black Panther, Infinity War. Yeah, three. War. Black Panther, Infinity War, Ant-Man and I Wasp. Like Ant-Man and the Wasp was before Infinity War? No, Ant-Man no, and Wasp after. comes after. Oh, that's right. It's in May. It's mm-hmm. in Infinity War's May. Okay. Yeah, Infinity War's May. Ant-Man May is July. Okay. I Man, I, Ant-Man is always getting like the shit yeah. in terms of these movies. <laughs> like after Age of Ultron, after Infinity uh, War. <laughs> it's like, remember me? Remember me, guys? Hey, guys. <laughs> I'm small already. Come on. <laughs> But I mean, the first Ant Man made a lot of money, so I'm assuming. I, I, I mean, I'm not saying I don't like Ant Man. I'm just saying, like, it's just funny that they he, they keep putting his movies after, after. the big event movies. <laughs> but yeah, but uh, also with that, uh, what's her name? Evangeline Lilly basically came out and said, uh, "When I heard about in- the Infinity War and the direction that they're heading, I did have this moment of realizing, oh wow, there's a bit of deja vu for me with the Lost franchise. We are hitting that Lost season four space where everything's about to shift and you're about to lose the solid ground underneath you and Ant-Man and the Wasp, of course, will play a part in that and she basically goes and talks about how Ant-Man and the Wasp will introduce other universes with not just the quantum realm. Oh, with the multiverse? Yeah, not just the quantum realm but other Mm -hmm. realms and stuff like that. Miles Maybe, but Miles I also kind of, but I kind of feel like, I mean, that's kind of cool. But also, I'm like, that's weird that it's gonna happen in Ant Man and not like Doctor Strange. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, they kind of both. Yeah, I, I guess things. they both kind of yeah. teased. I mean, yeah, you kind of even saw that that dimension in Doctor Strange, right? The yeah. microverse dimension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so yeah, I can see that. I just, oh my god, they tease like an ultimate universe kind of thing, and then oh my god, I, that'd be amazing. But yeah, she said, if Ant-Man and Wasp is successful, then that does open a whole entire new multiverse to enter into and play around with. I'm not a story creator, so I can't tell you what they're going to do, but I definitely see the potential here. Down so, for that. Yeah, I'm down for that, too. And but, honestly, but, that would be a good way to introduce the audience to a landscape, like an Avengers landscape, that is not at all like what our current landscape is. So like it, it will kind of lessen the impact of like when we get to the point where Avengers four, I'm assuming the whole roster is different. Yeah. So if I, they I'm show thinking, like I'm a, a, an alternate Avengers, it'd be like okay, so it's not that weird that maybe our Avengers team will be different by the end of Avengers four. And I'm thinking part of the reason they're holding off on the title of Avengers four is uh, because of something else that I'm about to bring up. That apparently the talks between Disney and Fox have been has picked up steam again. Mm-hmm. They I remember before last, remember last week I mentioned Comcast is in the running now. Yeah. And Disney and Fox aren't talking anymore. Well Disney and Fox are talking again. Well that just tells me that if it's if Fox is talking to other companies as well, that means that they're just for sale. It's not even a thing where like where Sony was like, well we'll give you some of the rights. It's like no, we're selling this we're selling this version this department of our company, whatever. Yeah. This segment of our company. And it's just we're just doing that. So in a world where it's gonna be for sale and someone's gonna buy it, yeah. Disney Marvel needs to get on that. Because then that means we can open up the world to X Men, Fantastic Four and all that and Galactus. We get Galactus. That's what I want. That's yes. what I want. I want Galactus like, and Silver. Do you go I want Galactus Thanos. and Silver Surfer. Yeah. Cause yeah. I, where do you go? Like after Thanos, all you really have is Dormammu. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like the only big world-ending threat we have left is Galactus. I mean, I guess the Celestials. They kind of talked about that. Which is Galactus? Well, Galactus isn't a Celestial. Yeah, he is. He has Celestial armor, but he's not a Celestial. Really? Kind of like Apocalypse. Apocalypse has Celestial armor, but he's not a Celestial. Wait, in the comics, he's not a Celestial? No, I don't think so. I think he's higher than the Celestials. Actually, now that I think about it. Really? Now that I think about it, he's high. Because he's like one of the fundamental forces of the universe. If you destroy Galactus, you pretty much destroy the universe. Like, it's Phoenix, Galactus, I think Eternity, and somebody else. 
I hmm. think. I didn't know that. I thought he was the celestial. Yeah, he's higher than that. Well, even better for the MCU if you introduce a character that's like, remember those gods? He's he's more god than god. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh my god. But that's why I, I definitely I definitely want Galactus. But yeah, so because so what happened was uh, when the news broke that Sony, I mean not Sony, when Disney and Fox were talking, yeah. both of their stocks went up tremendously. So that's what made them start talking again. I mean, of course. So who the fuck wants Comcast to have fucking? <laughs> who, yeah, that's tra- <laughs> trash. So I'm thinking. So because of that, what what I was going back to, what I said, uh, the reason they're holding off on the title, untitled uh, Avengers Four movie, kind of like what they did with Civil War, where there was possibility of Sony and you know getting their them getting the rights to Spider Man. Yeah. So they kind of held off on showing certain things or talking about. Galactus post credit scene in Avengers Four. Yeah, or, you know, talking about it. So is that what you're suggesting yeah, here? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, buddy. Or like teasing the X Men or teasing the Fantastic Four showing up from like a pocket universe. Like, oh God, we're back. Yeah, or just rewrite. Re- I mean, like, yeah, they can do. Gauntlet, you got anything? You can yeah. just snap your fingers and the reality's different. Because like, they could do a, like a post credit scene like up until the last minute. Yeah. So I'm thinking maybe. Oh my God. And I'm also thinking the final because. The final, because you if you look at the uh, the poster or the final moment of the uh, Infinity War thing, like the A in the Avengers is cracked. Mm. So I'm thinking maybe the next movie might be Avengers Disassembled. Mm. I'm so down for this because you realize that's the last domino that Marvel needs before complete domination is achieved, right? Because then it's like we got all our power properties back, and now they're gonna look over at DC and Warner Bros. and be like, "You can sell that shit to us too. <laughs> <laughs> Give us Superman." We'll cross over with Avengers. <laughs> hey, Superman, you want to come play with us? <laughs> Harry Cavill's like, oh, fuck yes. <laughs> Get I, your ass back. I mean, here. remember a couple of weeks ago on the news, uh, Gal Gadot, Henry Cavill, Ben Affleck all said, we want to have a, we would like to have a crossover with Marvel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Can we play with you? <laughs> <laughs> you? You guys are the cool kids. <laughs> oh, my God. If we can get a DC versus Marvel movie in our lifetime, like I, like, I think like 10, 15 years minimum, I can see it happening in 10. Yeah. Amalgam Universe? Just Yeah, just for that one movie, just a versus movie. Oh, that'd be amazing. If any, like I keep saying, I want it as a video game. I think it's going to be nice, but I want the movie. <laughs> yeah, oh, of course. But yeah, that goes without saying. But since we can't get that anytime soon, give us a video game like Injustice or Mortal Kombat versus DC. Yeah, that'd be dope. But anyway, uh, moving on. Kevin Feige came out and basically said in the Phase 4 movie, they have... Uh, the Avengers Four is going to be the end of an era, f- and for for what's going on now. Mm-hmm. But they have twenty movies planned beyond that in Phase Four, which include, which Whoa. of course includes like Doctor Strange Two, yeah, Captain Marvel, and uh, Guardians Three. All you know the yeah, sequels, yeah. but more more movies. Man, twenty more movies after Avengers Four. Mm-hmm. Marvel has their life planned better than I do. <laughs> Like Marvel has like this. Where are you gonna be in five years? Marvel knows. If you ask me, like, I'm like, I they, have no idea. It's like they have this. They have the shit plan. DC, what are you doing? <laughs> they got like forty years to, in advance. <laughs> yeah, as opposed to coming out, I was like, hmm, we should do a Darkstroke movie, which wasn't on the slate for Comic Con. Yeah. Holly Quinn is doing a solo movie, wasn't on the slate for Comic Con. Nightwing is coming, wasn't on the slate for Comic Con. It's like, <laughs> man, where are they gonna go? Like, what heroes are le- other than the Fantastic Four and X Men? 
Where else are you going? Like, what other characters? I mean, do you want Black to see Widow. Could, we could do it. They could do the Black Widow solo movie. Okay, maybe yeah. Budapest uh, or Budapest Black Budapest Widow there. Hawkeye. Uh, we don't know if they they might do a Thor four because they both because Taika Waititi and Chris Hemsworth said they're down. I'm for talking it. about new heroes. Oh, new heroes. Like, uh, who, Kamala Khan. Oh, uh, uh, Miss Marvel. Yeah, Nova. The Nova Corps. Oh yeah, Nova. There's yeah. not really a Nova in the MCU yet. Green Lantern. Yo, if they make a Nova Corps movie before Green Lantern, <laughs> I'm gonna fucking die. <laughs> Uh, I want true. I want Blue Marvel. Give me Blue Marvel. So you just want you want Marvel to kill DC by just taking all their character equivalents, basically. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Superman sucks. Yeah, we got a Superman like that, but he's black and he's blue. So can we have that one? <laughs> Let's do it. Okay, I'm yeah, down for right, it. I'm down with that. Okay, you're right. There's a lot of places they could go. I mean, we don't know if they might do if they might do a Blade movie or do a Blade TV show, but they could do Blade. That's right, a Blade movie, not that Morbius bullshit they're doing over at Sony. <laughs> So, I mean, it's a lot of movies that they could... True. Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Miles Morales will get there finally. <laughs> yeah, eventually. But uh, also with that, uh, which... They, I kind Silk. I kind of feel like... You're never going to get Silk. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of feel like they already said this already, but they've basically confirmed that Captain Marvel is going to show up in Avengers 4. Yeah. Which I think she's going to be the one that's going to turn the tide. I was going to say that confirms because I said... I feel like the two that have the best chance of taking, taking out Thanos will be either Scarlet Witch or Captain Marvel. You need Hulk in there too. You need a trifecta. Yeah, Hulk but, is brute force, but, suppo- but, he's but supposedly Captain Marvel is going to be stronger than Hulk. Wait, what? Remember, remember Kevin, stronger? Remember Kevin Feige said that she's going to be the strongest hero that we've ever had in the MCU. Oh, I thought he meant like in versatility of power. It's not brute strength. Then it's like, damn, Hulk, what you, what you here for? <laughs> well, I'm, th- I'm, th- I'm thinking it's all of it. Do you feel threatened, Hulk? <laughs> <laughs> oh, the dumbest Avenger. <laughs> Love by all. <laughs> but also with that, which I'm just like, hmm, give me a Young Avengers movie and give me my Hawkland and Wicked. Oh, my God. <laughs> Apparently, there's a, been a casting uh, thing for Avengers 4 that uh, they are looking for a set of twins. Oh. That... Uh, for Avengers and if you think about twins Wanda had Wanda. a set of twins yeah. with the vision and you, they also teased oh that God, scene with them happen. you know with That's him looking human it's mean, weird why not? remember she made it's not like she had them naturally she made them with magic I don't want to see that in the MCU <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> because it's weird magic children magic children because like I, you know I hate, I hate kids in narratives it's weirder, like weirder than a man turning green <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'm having my Android magic babies. Like it's weird. Especially no, to take place over the course of just like one year. Yeah, unless it's like it a thing. Unless give me Hawkland and Wicked. You said other dimensions, right? Unless yeah. they do show you alternate or future dimensions mm. of the MCU, and they show you like in that like a tease of their kids. That'd be kind of cool. You just don't want. I don't like it in the story. Babies and magic. No. Because it's like all of a sudden you have kids or like even like, that's just weird. I don't like that. I didn't like that. I didn't like that in the comics. Speed, I was glad when they did normal music. Speed, mutants. Wiccan, Hulkling, Kate Bishop. No. They already they already no, introduced they already still- introduced Cassie Lang and Ant Man. Oh, yeah. Now if Kate Bishop shows up, then eventually we could possibly have Hawkeye movie with Kate and that'd be really cool. That's what I say, Young Avengers, come on. The writing's know. on the wall. Now we're just like speculating shit, but I would love if they did a future timeline marvel movie like avengers like uh like combined with x-men days of future past i want spider-verse that would also be amazing i, I want, want andrew garfield i want i Tobey want my Maguire. cindy moon i want my cindy moon <laughs> no she's not gonna be in it <laughs> but anyway we already touched on this but we didn't give exact numbers uh, avengers infinity war shattered the first 
uh, 24 hour views <laughs> record with over 200 million views in the first 24 hours. With those How DC fanboys mashing that dislike button, so it's like thirty thousand dislikes. Really? Yeah. yeah, but it's like it's like over a million likes. That's so it's stupid. like, because like, who else is mashing dislike? Why would you trailer? dislike that? The last record holder was it with one hundred and ninety-seven million. Ooh. Wow, interesting. So, congratulations <laughs> to Infinity they all War. Float. <laughs> Like seriously, who 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 in their right mind disliked the Avengers Infinity War trailer? Who? But yeah, exactly. people are spiteful. Like no one else is like, man, this trailer was ass. I can't. I, I would like to meet the person that legitimately feels that way because they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there are people that are saying, oh, people complain about Steppenwolf, but look at Thanos. He CGI looks terrible. What? No, it's like, shut no, up. it doesn't though. It doesn't though. Even the lighting <laughs> looks better on him. Granted, he looks more purple in like say no, Guardians of the Galaxy. Less purple. Than the pre, like the first time That's why I say he looks more purple on like Guardians of the Galaxy oh, than yeah. he did in uh than he did in Affinity War. What but lighting? I was say that, that could be that could be lighting. Really bright orange. Maybe, world. maybe he took some bleaching cream. The that, <laughs> oh, there was a meme about that. <laughs> like they show the first time that Thanos was teased, yeah. it's like really purple, really dark, and now and there's like right like, the next panel is like a bleaching cream. It's like a complexion. But like, but even like when in the first Avengers when Thanos complexion. Yeah. <laughs> even the first Avengers oh, when they first showed Thanos, they wasn't it was before Josh Brolin. Yeah, it wasn't even his uh, motion capture in his no. face yet. Yeah. He didn't even talk in that first teaser, right? He just smiled. Right? No, he just yeah, he just smiled. Yeah, he turned like to court the the fight with Earth is to court death. He just like smile but also, but also <laughs> with yeah the, but with, also with the haters because a lot of people complaining why isn't he in his armor he just looks like Thanos dad bro oh didn't they talk about that, that that's what okay, I'm gonna go say ahead. so the yeah. Russo brothers said why they had him like that and it says Thanos has a more casual approach in this film and it's very philosophical for him it's part of his character's definition. It's a spiritual journey for him to collect the stones and one with which he doesn't need armor. Once he starts acquiring the stones, he doesn't need armor in the same way he did when he was a warlord. It's a very symbolic costume. Interesting. Does that mean he's not going to have the armor at any point? I feel like at some point he's got it. I mean, they might tease it. Or maybe like, he like, starts with the armor. Like, yeah, kind of like they, kinda like they tease armor. Loki with the helmet sometimes, but then... Yeah. He doesn't keep it on the whole time. Interesting. I'm fine with that. I mean, especially I like I like that it seems like he has character. Like yeah. the way even the, even talking about his speech and how he doesn't talk like, you know, hey buddy, what's up? He has yeah. like a very romanticized or like poetic way That's of speaking. how he used to talk in the comic books, right? Exactly. Mm -hmm. And also with that, once you have the infinity gone, like what the fuck you need armor for? No. That that this is your armor. Yeah. <laughs> That's See, your his <laughs> See his gauntlet is my armor. <laughs> but yeah, I mean just like the He's like Shakespearean. The gauntlet oh. is my dick. Oh god! <laughs> so I like the fact that he feels like this is like a uh, it's Thanos' quest. Journey. It's a spiritual journey yeah. for him. I like that. It's like it, it gives some some meaning behind him collecting the stones. It's almost like ritual for him. Yeah, that doesn't that sh shouldn't need the armor. It gives me higher purpose. Like some mm. some cool like that. Oh, like Seven Wolf who was like mother. Oh, <laughs> the, the box who's been retconned did not be my mother, but I was to refer to as mother. <laughs> it's like Stupid. fucking dumb for Dark Side, I guess. <laughs> like, yes. Where is he? I don't who know. Who is Dark Side? I don't know. <laughs> We're it's, not just, gonna talk about it's, just, it's just a name I see written on the mother box. <laughs> mother. Because like. I mean, not Justice League, but just like when they said that, does that mean we're never gonna circle back around to Doctor Side? I don't know. To Doctor Side? I mean, Dark Side. Like Doctor Side. Doctor Side. Page Doctor Side. I've got a PhD in evil. 
That should have been my name when I did the my actor's reel and I was a doctor. My name is Doctor Side. <laughs> But do you think they're going to circle back around the dark? If, they, if the viewers I mean, get if, that far. If that rumor is true where it says they're trying to move away from Zach's the vision of dark side and do Earth, I'm like, I don't I don't know. I don't know. That's stupid. This is sad. We don't know where this is going to go. It's dumb. <laughs> D- the, people behind it in, the people in the DCEU don't know where it's going to go either. They don't have a 20 slate Yo, film. Five years from now, the ultimate villain in Justice League 3, Harley Quinn. <laughs> oh, shit. Yep, it is. Hey, guys. I'm a villain now. I'm so popular. <laughs> Harley Quinn and Deadshot. Okay. <laughs> anyway, speaking of more uh, movies in terms of the 20 movies that they're doing, James Gunn basically came out and said that he's developing spinoffs based on the Guardians of the Galaxy universe. What? So Adam Warlock could be another movie because they oh. introduced, he introduced him. A solo Adam Warlock. So, so like, yeah, he's, he said he's building on concepts introduced in the films that he, you know, the first two Guardians movie and beyond. Because they also said they want they want to expand more on the cosmic universe in Phase Four, so I'm assu- so Nova definitely has to be a shoe in, and then maybe Adam Warlock because that's another well, thing he Kitty introduced. Pryde? Kitty Pride. Well, Kitty Pride. That's X Men. Yeah. No, that's that's eventually. I mean, no, that would be cool. Latest... Yeah, because they get they're married. Kitty Pride yeah. is Star Lord in the comics. So if oh. they introduce her and then you know have Star Lord and then. But yeah, huh. but that's X Men until until Fox. Adam Warlock solo movie. Hmm. I, I mean, I said the same thing about. I would have said the same thing about Guardians of the Galaxy back in the day. So who am I? <laughs> who am I to judge? So maybe Adam Warlock and Marvel Nova. Marvel better. Trust Marvel. Yeah, in Marvel, I trust. Uh, should I bring this up? It's not enough time. <laughs> what? Because Jamie's gonna rage out. Okay, no, be quick. Be quick. I, I, I know what it is. I'll be quick. Okay, so uh, the new editor in chief, CB Sabluski, uh, at Marvel. Wait, Caucasian man. Okay. Basically, he got his start from uh, 2004 to 2006 going under the pseudonym Akira Yoshida, which is a Japanese name. And he's not a Japanese guy. He's a white guy. And yeah, he's a real life Death Note? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. He's, he's, Scarlett, he's Scarlett Johansson. Is a fucking Netflix Death Note where he's like, let's name himself Kira because it's Japanese. No one suspects that we're white. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Wow. And basically... He got a start because he was hired at uh, what I think Marvel. Yeah, he was originally hired at Marvel. Yeah, he was hired at Marvel Comics because they wanted to hire a authentic Japanese person to uh, quote. He was hired by some to provide an authentic Japanese voice. The X Men, I mean Wolverine comics, when it was taking place in Japan mm-hmm. back in two thousand two. As much as uh yeah because he he basically said he lived uh, well i lived in japan for uh 20 20 years or so so i have japanese experience but i'm not japanese so i felt like i wouldn't get hired being a white guy so that's why he essentially that's his excuse of saying his name was akira yoshida to try to whoa hey man i lived in fucking harlem for like 20 years so i'm, I'm basically a black person <laughs> I was like, what yeah it's, um shut up <laughs> so Bleeding Cool is the one that uh, came out with this article that right, basically Jamie, take, take had him voice. come out I wasn't really born in South Korea I lived half of my life here half of my life there okay so I am what you call a well, what I'm usually called is not a second generation I'm called 1.5 generation now if he spent over 20 how old is he I'm gonna assume he's like in his I don't 40s, know how old he is but it says 40s, yeah he gotta sure. be in his 40s 50s so like he spent like half of his life in Japan. So if you would like to believe that you have a part of Japanese identity, 
Sure. <laughs> you understand the some part of culture? Sure. You can't you can understand you can't say that. I can say that. But don't yellow face to get a fucking job. <laughs> there's a difference. Now there's don't yellow face. What is wrong with you? Like I shouldn't explain the reason why you should yellow face the same as why you should black face to get a fucking job. Don't fucking yellow face. But he didn't yellow face. He just yellow. He fucking yellow face. He, he yellow named. Yellow named. <laughs> yellow named. <laughs> it's like something like he could job. You really want to be nitpicky so, about this no, right joking. now? I'm just kidding. Because it's like it's, like, it's a, really offensive. It's like a white. Per- I know. It's like a white person. Like I want to work on Luke Cage, so my name is Tyrone Bigum. So like, <laughs> it's no. like whoa, dude. I'm sorry. I'm gonna. This might offend some people. I know some people on like if it's like Instagram, it's a handler. It's fine, whatever. But I know a lot of people who are not Asian using like Japanese names, like something something Chang, something something like all Japanese names. Like yeah. you want to use that as your alias, fine. Alias. But alias. also alias just just to let you know. <laughs> Shut up! No, I showed just you the video. Like, Shut up! <laughs> just to let you know, like it's our culture that you are kind of using it to be quote-unquote cool and in some ways that can be offensive and like just don't yell a face please and that is like yeah, funny, culture. That's like funny enough he went on to be the head like he's now the editor-in-chief at marvel yeah so it's like funny enough like but at what point did they not realize the he editor, uh, they probably didn't care at that point but then wow. it's like all things being equal the editor-in-chief could be a japanese person right now at marvel which would make things at least better in terms of representation, diversity, mm. maybe getting a different way in Marvel. Approach as opposed to just another white guy. <laughs> She's like, I'm done. <laughs> Only a white person could do that and get away with it yeah. and then be like promoted for it. Yeah. Like it's like I feel like if it was anybody else, they were uncovered for like basically giving you a false identity. It was, especially in a case where it was specifically they were hired for being that identity. It's like, eh, it's all right. You're but promoted. let me play devil's advocate. Okay. I don't believe this in one bit. I don't believe this in one bit. So don't say, fuck you. How dare you? But let me, let me play devil's advocate. Okay. Get on. <laughs> Yo, Jamie, so. How do you feel? So you say that, but how do you feel in terms of, because authors uh, do this a lot. Like for example, uh, J.K. Rowling, after she was done with the Harry Potter series, she went under the name Robert Galbraith to write her book. Mm-hmm. That's pen. Oh, a male name. Yeah, a pen name. She's not a male. Yeah. She's she's not a guy. Or uh, Stephen King did the same thing. Or uh, there was a time at, I was at a Comic Con recently, and there was a woman writer writing a vampire series, and her publisher was saying, "Well, you're writing about a guy, you know, vampire hunter." You probably wouldn't sell as many books being a, if you put your actual name as a woman. You should probably go under the pseudonym of a guy and maybe you would sell more books. So, do you think it's... it's no, it's not. Because you know why? When it comes to gender, especially female going to male, a lot of times it's doing that in order to actually overcome the disadvantage of being a female. Whereas this is culture. This is yeah. not a gender. This is culture and this is bigger and this is more sensitive. And you, as a white male who has more privilege than Asian people, using the Asian name, mm. even to get very little of what we have, that's very offensive, and that's not fair. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I agree. I was, just throwing, I was just throwing out the different... Yeah, but also specifically because it was hired specifically for 
essentially being a Japanese person. Like, you know what I mean? Like, his original being hired seems like it's because they wanted that perspective. Yeah. And he's not that. And that's not to say, <laughs> and that's not to say, because they're like, oh, are you saying that a person, if you're not, like, if, if I'm not gay, you mean to tell me I can't write a gay character? It's like, no, you can't. Just don't lie about who you are. You know, it, that, the equivalent of that would be if, like, it was like, we need somebody to write the gay perspective. And a straight white man said, oh, I'm gay. You know what I mean? It was just like, and then afterwards, it's like, I'm actually not. I just want the job. It's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, but I have gay friends. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> That's an joke. We're not, we're not going to get into that. <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> I've got gay friends. <laughs> but anyway, uh, more news in Marvel, whatever. What the fuck are you doing? Marvel's trash. They're doing World War Hulk 2. World, oh, World dude. War oh. Hulk 2. I just saw this before yeah, the with podcast. Yeah, with Amadeus Cho. So is the new thing in Marvel just to add two to the end of their old events and be like, it's a new event now? Yeah, apparently, apparently there was a Planet Hulk too, which I didn't know about, where what? Amadeus Cho went to Scar, and now he's coming back, Planet and he's Hulk raging. Two? Why? They're out of ideas? Uh, clearly. They did Civil War 2, and they're doing just Planet Hulk 2. Yeah. Okay. It says, what follows Planet Hulk 2? Well, World War Hulk 2, of course. <laughs> To survive on the savage world of Sakaar, Amadeus Cho was forced to unleash his darkest impulses, returning to Earth. Now the Hulk is at the wheel, and it's more unpredictable, more unconquerable Hulk than any we've seen before. The heroes of the Marvel Universe must intercede as the formerly awesome Hulk begins to carve his own path in the world. Stupid. It's not his own path. We've done this story already. Yeah, yeah we've done by, this story by already. By the denotation of two, we've already done the story. It's like, why are we doing this again? Like, Civil War Two was trash. Trash. Oh, bad. Well, and and then plus like they started they said like Amadeus show is different where he doesn't rage out like no. Bruce Banner what makes him different is when he turns into Hulk he basically becomes a dude bro yeah. like a surfer dude yeah. that's what makes him different from Bruce Banner now but now he's doing like why are you reaching world breaker Hulk levels at, at that like that makes Bruce Banner's Hulk seem not special because Hulk is dead and they needed somebody to take his place that's kind of so. like if everybody can go Avatar state it's like well then what's the point of the Avatar yeah I agree with you. That's fucking dumb. It's just a retread of ideas. Jamie, as the only Asian person in the group, talking How about the Asian you. Hulk. How do you feel How about that? There you use. Ah, just give us something new. Is it that hard? Is, 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 and the fact that it follows the exact same formula as the first exactly. War Hulk, it's like, wow, guys, are you serious? What's next? Secret Invasion 2? This time. No! The invasion is more secret. <laughs> Clone Conspiracy 2? No! Yeah. Spider-Verse. Ah! Wait. Did they do that? Wait. No, yeah, they, they didn't did. do they it. They did. Venomverse. Oh, shit. Oh, no. That's different. That's it's Venomverse. The same shit. No, it's different. It's the exact Stop same it. shit. I hate it. <laughs> and this is why I'm reading DC events, not yes. Marvel events. God damn. <laughs> but, I mean, yay, they're getting a gay Avenger. Wait, who? Living Lightning. He's joining the Avengers. I don't even know who that is. Is he a character is. before this? He's a character before this, but he really didn't have any, oh. any uh, shine. What's his thing? Lightning? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bas mean. basically. Okay. Uh, his, his origin is uh, he's trying to clear his father's name by investigating the villainous legion, and he accidentally gets the power to control lightning and turn into living lightning. And he's... <laughs> And he's Hispanic, and he's Hispanic, so diversity. How's the name? All right, and generic. Yeah, and he's, so he's joining the Avengers team, which is like, yay! It's like, who cares? Are you static Cause shock? Because it, no. it'll be like, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, like, oh, we're getting a gay Avenger, and then we don't do shit with him. No, yeah. he'll be in the background, kind of like and then he might die in a future event. Like <laughs> in Young Avengers, they became official Avengers, but where have they been? Yeah, where are they? Exactly. Uh, the continuity's off. So it's gonna be the same thing. All right. 
And that's been Blur Vision for the week. We've learned some things about Marvel, some things about DC. Everything sucks, basically. Coco sucks, DC sucks, Marvel sucks. All right, moving on. <laughs> One punch does not suck. Yeah. <laughs> All right, it's been Blur Vision for the week. This has been Jordan with Michael. David. And we will see you next week. Tonight, you're